All right. Good morning, Detroit. Welcome to Talking Biz here on NewRadioMedia.com. Peter Perlman, my co-host, my partner. Well, good morning, there, Paul. How are you? Good. How you doing? It's there, so Peter? nice to yeah. see that we could afford yeah. coffee yeah, in the yeah, back yeah. room again. You yeah, know, well, it's it's not the Ford coffee. Here's the problem. Uh, the yeah. executive in charge of coffee was on vacation. Oh, and we 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 did. We had, I, have, I actually brought my. I had brought in no, a no, bunch me, of coffee let today. Me, let me tell you the story about the executive of coffee. Yes, I want to okay. hear this. So we we the executive of coffee was on vacation. We had mm. no contingency plan. What do you mean no contingency? Well, plan? because you know when we hired the executive of coffee, we thought the executive would make sure there's enough coffee. Aren't you the executive? No, not of coffee. Wait a minute. We have an I read the business cards. We have an executive of coffee, uh, look, Juan, look at you. Juan Valdez <laughs> Jr. Okay, Juan, Juan Valdez Jr. Junior. Yes, he he was in charge of coffee. He took a vacation. Is and he the he, same guy that goes ATM? ATM. You know him. ATM. You know him. You know ATM. him. So so Juan Valdez Jr., our executive a director of coffee. Took a vacation, and his orders before he left was to get an extra 300 K-Cups. Ooh. All right? Now, now here's we'll, we'll where the story about, gets deeper. I Wait, the story gets deeper. Deeper. He ordered three cases, 300 K-Cups, and two of the cases were back-ordered. We Did he buy them from Amazon? We didn't find that out Did he until— buy them from Amazon? Wait, we found that a day after Juan left. Ooh. So now we had an executive meeting the other day, mm. and Juan now has an assistant, Pierre. Pierre. Pierre is Juan's assistant. Pierre. So now we have an executive The whole staff coffee. is looking at you we like, what an, are you been drinking? A, we have an executive director of coffee. <laughs> now we have Pierre as the assistant. Now if we don't have coffee, we've yeah. got to hire a third person mm. to watch the two of them. Now our new COO came to me and says, Paul, it's not in the budget for three coffee executives. So now we got to work this whole thing you know. out. So that's the story of our coffee department. You come here in the morning. The most important thing is not to turn the lights on, nope. but to walk blindly to the coffee maker yes. and say, give me a cup of coffee. Now, I'm not a coffee I don't drinker. say give me a cup of coffee. I said make me a cup of coffee. Now I'm your schmuck that makes you the coffee. Hey. Okay? <laughs> Wait a second. Wait, now, thank this, you. This is now the, I'm, now I'm, now I'm the schmuck that makes the coffee. You come here in the morning. Okay, now you start with me. It's early on a Saturday morning. What's with the coffee? I have to give you the director or the assistant director and the soon-be schmuck of the assistant. Then you ask me to make you coffee. Well, thank want me to wash your car next? Would you please? You want Thank me? you. And you know, I'll tell you what else I need done. What, I, need what, the, I need the dinner reservations what, made what, also what by part noon. Of, what part of partners do we get here? <laughs> I'm beginning to begin like— I think it's called the, the totem head, pole. I'm the head schmuck here. I'm not the partner— I'm the head schmuck. Okay. Okay. You right. you go All ahead right. and you... you do this. Wait, Perlman. Whoa. I'm putting my I'm putting no. my hands down right now. Oh, okay. No, no. Let's start over. Okay. No. Give me the music again. Welcome. Give me some music. Do the intro music again. I'm starting the show over right now. Okay. Listen to I'm this. I'm going to start the music. The show right over. I'm going to sit We're going to start here. this show. Okay. Good morning, everybody. It's 8:03 on a Saturday morning, uh, rainy outside. Paul Ben's been along with Peter Perlman, the coffee man. Welcome to Talking Biz on a rainy, rainy, rainy Saturday oh, afternoon. Hey, Peter. The cartoons on yet, P- honey? Peter, Did they welcome. Put the cartoons Peter, on? Peter, welcome to the hey, show. Hey, Paul, when'd you get in the studio? <laughs> 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 welcome to the show, Peter Berlin. Uh, I, I, I want to say something. You know what? Yeah, here we go. We, folks. we joke around. <laughs> Peter and I are very close partners and business partners in the new radio media venture, along with Ian. And, and we kibitz all the time. If you don't understand, kibitz is talk back and forth. But at the end of the day, 
We love each other. We look at each other. And we could go like this for hours, but I'm sure you don't want to hear us. For We're going until noon anyway. Yeah. No, we can't because David in Real Estate Realities has got a great oh, show. Comes talk, in at 10 but wait, wait a minute. Yeah, let's yeah. share with our listeners at New yeah. Radio Media. This is Talking Biz yes. uh, for the next two hours. But let's talk about that show from 10 to 11 for let a me, minute. Let me tell you something. We're getting a lot of listeners to that show. We get a lot of listeners everywhere. Yeah, but, but it's interesting to David here. And I want to highlight, David, you've got some really good professionals in real estate. They really give some good advice. They have a roundtable discussion. They have different things. They take in call-ins. They do stuff. Well, let's talk about the let's talk about the people that walk into this room at mm-hmm. ten o'clock. So okay. we have David Sobel. Mm-hmm. Go on. We got Mr. Tanaka there, right? And and you've got other guests they bring in. And what happens is is that show. Uh, David and I do a lot of business together, and we became friends several years ago. And what I liked about David is that. It's okay. Cough you button. may cough. Yeah, yeah. It's the red yeah, button. It's, there, the, red button. it's the red button. But what happens is, is, is David, you know, you know how you go to an attorney or any professional, and the fear of the unknown. You give them a case, and they say, okay, this is what it is. David holds your hands, and he really treats you as a human being when you have an issue. So when you have an issue and give it to a lawyer, and they really treat it like, and they they educate you, and they tell you about the process, that's David Sobel. And David and I have worked out some real issues. We had a title issue on a property, a commercial property in Detroit. David relaxed me. He relaxed the client. He got it done. And that's the professionalism of David Sobel. So what's the name of our show at 10 o'clock again for the listeners? Real Estate Realities. And the nice thing about Real Estate Realities is anybody can call in at 844-999-9249 and ask David any kind of question they want regarding real estate, just like they can join in with us, use that same phone number, and harass us. They can harass Well, you harass me. So <laughs> I don't need, hey, you know what? I want to do something early today, just really early. Um, this day in history? This, no, not Before this day Before we do history. the birthdays? No, let me do the birthdays. Let me well, tell can't you can't then. I got to then hold on. Okay. If you're going to do the birthdays, right. then you got to listen to this tune because this tune is very, very important for birthdays. So... Put your put your headphones on real tight. I got them on. I'm, I hope everybody can hear this now. Okay. We're a little louder. Turn it up. I'm being followed by a moon. Cat Stevens' birthday today? Yes, it is. You know, it's funny and about Cat And I used Cat to represent Stevens. Cat Stevens at A&M well, way back you know in the old he, days. He dropped out of the music industry for well, a while there. Well, he sure did. And he's back and strong now because he needs the money. Well. And he's out to a lovely, great artist. But, you know, it's funny you say that because... As we listen to that now, I'm glad we introduced Cat Stevens. Thank you for His having birthday. that go. You know, that makes up for the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of that, our friend David Koloff, who plays David guitar. David Koloff, my, my associate. Yeah. He takes space in my office. Yeah, David's birthday's today. Well, he's okay. up north playing golf okay. right now. He's Christopher on this... Rosen's birthday today. Today, uh, Gavin LaCritz. Gavin LaCritz Ga- is very yeah. good. Gavin, we know Gavin. Yeah, very well. Okay, Nick Hanawa. Nick's a great guy. A great guy. Becky Hello, Brown. Nick. Is a client of mine and a good friend. He's mm-hmm. 61 years old today. I don't know if Becky wanted out there. Mark Rubenfire, uh, of, he works at Jaffe. Jaffe. Uh, Mark's wife. I used to babysit for Mark's wife. Uh, Mark's a great guy. And Michael Tarnopol. Those are my friends on Facebook. I want to wish everyone a happy well, we got more to and go. healthy birthday. You got because more going I, I, I You like know friends, deal. too. I, well, I like Abe Lincoln? Was those your guys? Those wait, guys are about your really. age, yeah. Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> Those are guys your age, yeah. And I, you, ate, you know, when I was in Paris, Did you have I breakfast went, with Ernest. Well, I went to the restaurant in Paris just recently, where oui, oui, he always oui. went. So he went, we oui, had a great meal there. Okay. Then, of course, we talked about Cat Stevens, but also Robin Williams. Sad. It's a very sad story. But Robin Williams was born in 1951 today. You know, we we'll talk about Robin Williams for a second. Um, well, let's talk about it. 
greater than that piece. I want to come back to that piece. Well, a and bit. let's talk about the suicides. Right, and all we're going to pick because, that up. But right know, now we're on a roll. Let's, okay, well, we'll talk about we're on bagels or roll. Uh, I'm going Kaiser to, roll, bagel. What kind of roll are we? Onion. Having? I like onion rolls. I love onion. Do you like onion. the New Yorkers, the one with the onions inside? I love a good onion roll. New Yorkers good, and I love it with a, on a like a hard salami sandwich with a little mustard on an onion roll. I prefer lox bagels and cream lox cream cheese. No, on they go on a bagel. They don't go on an onion roll. They go on a no, bagel. They can go on an onion roll too. You know. We're going to do a deli. You know what we're going to do? We're going to do a we're live gonna, show from a oh, deli. deli, that's okay. right. And we're going to sample the food del- all day. The deli show. For the guy that tells me I'm are on we, a high-protein diet. Are we going to dilly, dilly in the deli? Yes, we are. Okay, we're going to dilly. Hey, guys, all you right. going to do a show in the deli? Ains, are you good for that? All right, okay. Ains, are good? You so guys good? To- go. Hey, Tony's Look at Smiley over here. Tony's the first one up. Kelsey's like, I don't know about that deli food. Kelsey, put your mic on for a second. Wait, let's invite Kelsey here. Kelsey, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Yes. If we were to yeah. do a show yeah. from a kind of restaurant, what restaurant should we do a show from? Barbecue. A barbecue. Ooh. Oh, right. that's okay. Barbecue Let's, joint. Maybe we'll, well go out to Smoke now, Street in Milford to do a show out there. Mike Simpson, who you've seen at Mike breakfast Simpson. every is now that, and is then. That, wait, is that part of the Simpsons? No, but Mike Simpson is a judge who travels around the country for, barbecue. for barbecues. So he and another person, we all know David Weiss. Yeah. Would take a drive once a month to different barbecues around Greater Detroit, yeah. and test them out. So we would be in Allen Park. We'd go to Royal Oak. Uh, we went down to down onto Michigan Avenue, yeah. and we keep checking them out, the different ones. And the places you expect to be dives mm-hmm. are the best barbecues. You are know, the best. You know what? It's funny. You know, driving diners and dives. Oh, the shows that I love that. I that's love a, that. That's show. a great show. It's funny. You know, talking about remotes. Craig Folly did a remote yesterday morning. Yes. We go from the Buell Bar. Uh, I think it's once a month now we're right. doing the Buell Bar. And we had, he had some great guests on yesterday. And he did a panel. They were talking about Detroit bankruptcy five years after. Mm-hmm. Correct. And he brought regular folks off the street for the panel. And the greatest so one. So wait a minute. Regular folks. So was he working with irregular folks before? Yeah, they were irregular. These are they real were, people. These are real people. These are normal people oh, that okay. aren't celebrities. And one of them was the doorman from the London Shop House. Mm. Who I got into a conversation with, and I apologize, I don't remember his name at the it's moment. Right. But he's an artist, and he was showing me all the paintings and all these things. And and he and it's funny, and and, and this is just funny because he's pulling up the road, and he waves to Craig outside before the show, and he's driving in this beautiful BMW SUV, brand new SUV. And I said, "Can I get the doorman job at the London Shop?" <laughs> you like that? Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like it's all it's about like, the tips. It's, 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 it, and then I found out he does a lot of other things right. than that. But but it's like you're funny sitting there saying. Okay, and that Beamer's at least eighty grand, you know, and, and sitting there saying, "Okay, doorman at the London Shop House. Maybe we should buy a door somewhere. Ooh. Let's open a door somewhere. Maybe what the door? Well, you know, if we place. open yeah. doors, we get opportunities. That's wise wisdom. I thought you would love that. Uh, you, that is wisdom beyond my years. All right, Not it's your years. time now <laughs> for this day in history. People are calling in saying, do "We have this day. Where in is this day? Do July twenty first. Do we have this day in history music?" No, I don't do music. We for should this make day. this. Day, I'll come up with something. Day no, I'll, I'll give that to uh, Ethan. He can play with it one day, and uh, he'll. We bring can have it our team compose music. That's right. This now, day in history, Angel, put that on the list. Are you okay? familiar with the monkey trial that took place in Dayton, Tennessee? Well, okay. Let's get serious here. I remember the monkeys, the musical group. No, I'm hey, hey, we're the no, monkeys. No, no, this is very serious. The monkey trial in Dayton. Do you remember Ohio? John Thomas Scopes being convicted of teaching evolution in violation of Tennessee law? Yeah, Scopes that was, was I ordered do remember to pay that. The, the Scopes fine, trial, and the, 
the minimum that the law allowed, but he was the first to actually be brought into court. Wow. wow. 1959. Wow. The first African-American to play for the Boston Red Sox was Elijah Jerry Pumsey. And How uh, did he do? Do you have his stats? Well, you know, he didn't do great. However, the last team in the major leagues to integrate, uh, mm-hmm. of course, was uh, Boston. And, Boston, uh, okay. Yeah, Boston. I was just there Wednesday, by the way. Okay. And he, uh, Green, pitch ran for Vic Wirtz and then played shortstops in the 2-1 to loss to the Chicago White Sox. Now, the studio here, we have a lot of uh, younger people than us. Mm-hmm. How many of you read Harry Potter books? Anybody read a Harry Potter book? Anybody? Jump in. Microphone's on. Okay, so I saw all of the movies. Okay. I attempted to read the books. All right. But I was too young when I tried to start reading the books. And I couldn't keep up with them, and I just have never tried to again. All right, so are you familiar with Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows? That was the last one, yeah. That's right. 2007 today, it was released. And they were thinking of doing a movie? My life just changed. I know that information now. I can die a happy man. Well, no, you're going to die a happy man in a minute. Okay. 2011. On this day, NASA Space Shuttle Program completes its final 135th mission when the shuttle Atlantis lands at Kennedy Space Center in Florida, and that was the end of great history of Columbia, Challenger, Discovery, Atlantis, and Endeavor. Now I can die in peace. You can, but you know who's going to the moon? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to send you to the moon. No, Alice, you're not. Okay. But thank you, Mr. Gleason. Uh, Okay, go ahead. The Israelis are looking to go back to the moon. And I read the story. They want to make sure that part of the moon is kosher. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) They want to make sure that part of the moon is kosher, so when they open the first deli on the right side of the moon or the dark side of the moon. The dark side of the moon. The dark side of the moon. And Pink Floyd will be playing the songs. It's going to be a kosher moon deli. And the only problem is yes, no one's going to buy stuff there. Well, you know. um, Because you only get halfway to the moon. The president stated uh, that he would like to see the United States go back to the moon yeah. For a, but for a different purpose. To build a Trump hotel. No, to be a relay station to Mars because the trip to Mars alone is too dramatic. But, it, but having to stop at the moon and then continuing on would be more advantageous. I just thought of an idea. I bet you did. I can have a refueling, the first refueling station on the moon. It'll be solar. Stop here. It'll be a solar. Stop here to get the rest of your gas to go to Mars. It'll be solar. It'll be a busy place, right? You know, <laughs> Once every 50 years, I get a client. Okay, you want to fill up? There you go. All, all right. right. Now okay. comes. And put a 7-Eleven uh, there. All right. First slurping machine on the moon. All right. Microphone's on for everybody. All right. Hey, Mike, folks, turn everybody, them on. Tony, them on, turn Tony, on your everybody. microphone. We're going to the In staff. what Michigan City was the actor Lee, Mer- Lee Majors born? What Michigan City? You remember him, Six Million Dollar Man? No. Peter, they don't remember Six <laughs> Million. <laughs> Peter, Peter. All right. Come on, Paul. No, no. You hit the staff. Okay. All right. Nobody's looking around. They don't know. All right. Okay. Um, Paul, what do you think? What Michigan City? In Wayne County, even. In Wayne County, Livonia. Wyandotte. Beautiful Wyandotte? Mm-hmm. You know, have you, when's the last time you were in Wyandotte? Um, about three weeks ago. Okay, Chelsea Clothing. You know those folks? No, they, I don't. So you got Chelsea Clothing, mm-hmm. the Willow Tree. They've been there, one of the longest retailers in Wyandotte. 
Um, it's a chain owned by the Rose family, Gib Rose and that right. family. Happens to be related to my Aunt Barbara, that's her side. Well, you know who also came from Wyandotte area? Who? National Lumber, David Bitker. Yeah, so Wyandotte is at Biddle Avenue. It's amazing down Biddle's there. Biddle's great. If you and want to go down the to Biddle, Biddle, down at Biddle Wyandotte, the music. wonderful Wyandotte is really good. So We're you guys, going to talk more about that in a minute, but stay with we me. We can do a live show from Wyandotte. Okay, here you go. Okay. Michigan native Danny Thomas starred as a nightclub entertainer, Danny mm-hmm. Williams. Okay. In what television sitcom? Um, go ahead. I'm giving up. I, it, Make room for Daddy. Yeah, you know. Oh, let's, come let's, on. Here, Uncle you know, Tanoose, Toledo. Peter, Peter, Uncle Tanoose. Our, our staff is falling asleep with these boy, questions. Okay, oh we got to entertain our folks all right, here. All right. Because if they're falling asleep, that means all right. Someone else. Do so you know the Brady Bunch? Yeah, you know the, anything these about guys are the Brady, Brady Bunch. Hold okay, on. okay. Do you okay. guys know anything about the Brady Bunch? They keep nodding their head no. This is a real estate question for you. All right, so let's. The Brady Bunch house was sold for three hundred eighty-seven thousand dollars last week in Los Angeles, California. How much? I don't know how much. Billion. One million eight hundred eighty-five thousand. I'm not a residential person, but let's, beautiful home, beautiful uh, home. So let's go back to something here. We have they a. We I have cannot a, believe they ahead, don't know any of the people from the Brady Bunch. Listen, these folks. Right, we're born. Masha, Masha, Masha. Okay, let's let's go. Tony's like saying, "Okay, what's I mean, with this?" What, what, I, Tony's trying to figure out uh, something that's. What's the uh, hottest Tony, new? All right, what's the hottest new residential community in Oakland County? Uh, give me a, what is that? I'm not a residential broker, so I don't know. What is it? It's taking over Ferndale and Royal Oak. Okie dokie. Hazel Park. There you go. And we're going to talk about that a little later. All right. Do you know that we had uh, something in the car news locally that hit real big this week? Are you talking about with Jay Feldman? Jay Feldman and Mark Wahlberg. They've yes. been working on this for a long time. They they, they bought a store in Columbus. Mm-hmm. It's the first of many ventures between uh, Wahlberg and Feldman. And we're going to talk about those two ventures, but you know what we're going to do? What? You keep telling me i got to pay the bills. Yeah. So I want to sit back. I'm going to pay some bills. Sounds good. If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement, and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple, you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins, so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to a1fingerprints.com for more information. That's a1fingerprints.com. It's that easy. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248 939-9999 for more information. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. 
We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service. And we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. Well, you know, welcome back, everybody. Uh, new Radio Media Talking Howdy. Biz. Uh, that's howdy. Paul Bensman on the other side howdy. of the uh, camera there going howdy, howdy, howdy. howdy. Morning, but I do want to let everybody know, you know, you saw two wonderful ads just now. Sponsors oh. that believe in what we do. Yep. Uh, Tuffy it being one of them. Of course, Murray's in Wall Lake. Wall Lake is a very unique community. You know, those guys are neighbors. They're right across from Kitty each corner other. almost. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And... Uh, but Wall Lake, if you give yourself some time to get out there, Pontiac Trail, Maple Road area, a lot of things have been redone. They're rebuilding the whole community down there. They are. And um, take a walk around and walk yourself down to the lake. Of course, um, they did a little fishing the other day and actually pulled up a body with a cinder block. Yeah. Not what I thought you were going to be getting when you go fishing. Well, you know what? When I go fishing, um, it's sad about the body and what happened there. Um, when I go fishing, I go for gefilte fishing. Gefilte fishing. Gefilte fishing. Gefilte you guys fishing. know what a gefilte fish is? They don't know that either. They have no clue. No, okay. they have no dude. Uh, Tony knows what gefilte fish is. Do you ever have it? My cones? Did you have it, Tony? Tony, turn on your mic. Talk about gefiltes. Hold on a second. Tony? This ought to be good. Tony, I want to oh. ask Tony. Tony? It's, it's gross. It is it gross. It is so gross. Hey, oh, the balls you know. of meat of fish? Of fish? Oh, God. Okay, it's gross. Tony, what's your favorite food? Unbelievable. What's your favorite food, Tony? I'm not sure on that one. I like a pasta, you know, like a pasta. Yeah, you're an Italian kind of dude. Uh, you know. Anthony. Oh, Anthony. Uh, Anthony. <laughs> Anthony. Okay, shut your mic All off. Right. Go back in your <laughs> closet. Okay. Go <laughs> so anyways. But, yeah, go ahead. But Wall Lake, like a lot of communities mm-hmm. now, and, and I want people to call in on this because we'd like to hear from you what's happening in your communities um, on a daily basis. Share with us because we have crews that want to go out and see and bring back information so we can be community-based. New Radio Media is a community-based operational digital platform company. And without your support to make it work, we can't be there. So... I sound You're, like we start at the beginning of a pledge drive. And the phones are open for pledges right yeah. now at 844-999-9249. Slowly, Send your donations. you got to say it slow, Paul. If you don't read the number slowly, they can't call in. 844 844- Nine 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 two four nine. Yes. Okay. I and got an education today. Yes, He's yes, teaching you did. me. And Thank you, know, you, teacher. So we we really want to look at those we things. Don't we don't need no. And you know what's education. going on today in Ann Arbor? Let's talk about Ann Arbor. The Ann Arbor Art Fair is being rained out today. Well, it'll be moisturized. It'll be wet today it'll, and dry tomorrow. Tomorrow you'll get a deal on wet art. What are you giving me? The weather now? No, no, no. It's a great day. I just thought of it. I'm the retail guy, right? So all the you shit, are the that, all guy. the crap that gets wet today will be on sale tomorrow. It's called the dry off sale. Or we just made a new sale at the Arbor. Folks, it's for twelve hours only. The keep going. Ann Arbor Art sale. Come on, come on. Get Sunday. the dry get, Sunday. Get the dry. The get, the, get the dry merchandise at the art fair. Stay wet. Stay dry today. Get a, Don't forget to bring your umbrella to the art fair today. All right. And if you need to take a car, go to Feldman Automotive. Oh, that's thank you for the segue. Hey. Today. So, anyways, you know Jay Feldman, who's a really cool guy. I met Jay years ago. Well, I've known Jay my and, whole and life. So I met Jay, and I knew Marty. And Jay, well, when I first and met him, don't forget him, Marla. Marla's wonderful. Marla was actually in the business before Jay. Correct. And Marla, I go way back with Marla. And when I met Jay, it was an interesting young guy. He impresses the crap out of me. He's doing this guy. This kid is sharp. No, no, seriously. Not only is sharp, he's a nice guy. 
Totally. And and so when you meet Jay, he's a Sharp businessman. Will, he's a family man. He's a he's, father. But he's a he's a, he's a he's a he's a really down to earth guy. And I say right. that a lot about people, but Jay Feldman is a really cool guy. And I'm like I guess his the biggest word fan. Is mensch. Yes. And so when I see Jay do things. And how Jay rebranded the Feldman Automotive, and probably Marla too. Let's give him right, all credit the whole family. to the Feldman Automotive Group, which was very smart. Instead of having all these different names in every city, right, was a great move on their part. And I'm giving Marla credit along with Jay. And and when you look at Jay and, and you hear this, and I heard some rumbling about it going on because he got close to Mark Wahlberg. He's invested in some of the Wahlberger restaurants. But when Jay and 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 they announced the dealership finally yesterday. I was so happy for Jay because here's a guy. Well, first of all, yeah. the dealership is for Columbus, Ohio. Yes. And um, for those of you that don't know Columbus, Columbus is a very hotbed right now um, with Nationwide and other major ca- companies in that town. They that have a town, college there, too, don't they? I went to Ohio State. Yeah, it's okay. okay. You can yeah. say well, it. And I have a very Excuse me. I went to the... Ohio T-H-E, well, Ohio. Well, let me tell you something. And if you're on the football field, we will dot the I for you. They have one of the best actuary science schools in the country. They also had a great criminology. And they have a lot of stuff. They also stuff. had a great ROTC My Air Force friend, program. Eddie Biederman's son, Garlic, Garlic. goes to Columbus and goes to Ohio State. The kid's a genius. The first year he took his own actuary test, studied his own, and did very well. The reason I call him Garlic because Eddie and him used to come to our old studio. Correct. And we picked him up a garlic bagel one morning. Yes, we did. And the whole freaking car, car. smelled like garlic. Remember that day? Sure do. Yeah, so, so we call him garlic. And, and so every time I but, see how school garlic. You know, Columbus is unique. I was there a couple of years ago because I gave out college scholarships mm-hmm. um, at the Thurber Library. And the community is so tight-knit, not to the university, yeah. but to the diversity of the community, which is a big difference. And... If you've been to Columbus, Ohio, there's Germantown. Like, you know, we have... Yeah, vote. Uh, I'll, we'll move right along here, folks. Hey, I learned that in German class. <laughs> I thought you watched that in the movies. No, along, <laughs> along with Wiener Schnitzel and, and everything else that goes with that crap. Sauerkraut. But anyway... It was in the same class. I learned Yavo and I learned Sauerkraut. Do you know who James Thurber was? Yeah. Who was James Thurber? He was a, a writer. He was an he, artist. Yes, yes, he, he was. He was, the, he, was, he was the guy who was Thurbering. He, invent, he invented Thurbering. He was a cartoonist and a writer. He invented Thurbering. Very good. He was a Thurberer. We won't even go there. But in the meantime, yes, um, yes, mm-hmm. they took over an old Chevy dealer down there, 14 acres. They're going to level it and build a brand-new, huge Chevrolet operation. And together, um, Mark and Jay are partnering on a number of ventures. And I'm happy for both of them. And maybe, I think it's a maybe, great start. Maybe we'll see Jay in movies one day. Well, if nothing Jay's else, got a movie we'll look. see Jay in the studio. Jay could be a movie star. Yes. I think Jay could be a movie star. You guys okay. will meet Jay Feldman, the new movie star. He's going to present his first movie on NRM. Has anybody had a Wahlburger? I, I hear it's decent. I haven't been down there. I want to check it out. Okay. You know, get a drink and, and have a thing. Let's go down. You always keep saying, and have a drink. Well, it's you know, the I'm, I'm, down, I'm, no, no, I'm the Bloody Mary guy Well, now, we saw okay? you have Bloody Mary Thursday night. Every night I have a Bloody Mary. Now, I post it, and I yes, have, we, did, have I... A, we have a feature going to be started. I'm looking for the Bloody Mary babes, okay? Mm. And I'm talking to Tito's Vodka right now to be the sponsor of the Bloody Mary babes. And we're going to have a show, a little vignettes of the Bloody Mary Babes, where we're going to go to different bars 
and make different Bloody Mary mixes. You okay. like that idea? Well, it's, it's different. You like Tony? You want to go with me on the Bloody Mary babes? Tony's there. See now, Tony's going to have a Bloody Mary and some pasta. That's right. it. It goes well together. All right. So I want to ask you a very serious question. I'm not in a serious mood today. Well, this one is: Do you believe? Yes. That when a restaurant writer goes out to ooh, I know where you're going here. Go ahead. Goes out to check out a restaurant mm-hmm. and wants to taste the food mm-hmm. and then write an article about it. Mm-hmm. What do you think the parameters should be? Well, it's funny you say that because not I, funny. I, I, it's, it's serious because I I talked last night. I was on a way to a restaurant last night with a dear friend of mine, mm-hmm. and I said, "Did you see the review and all the stuff going on with our friend Mike Abrams' restaurant?" The, and we're talking about the Empire. And Empire, and they were really lambasted, wrongfully so, the way it went. I think it went a little right. too deep. And then there was a response mm-hmm. by two people, yep. husband and wife, yep. um, who I saw last night. Mm-hmm. And congratulated them on writing the rhetorical response. And I read the response, and that and was from Mike and jo- from uh, from Mike and Joyce. I won't use last yeah, names. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I thank them for doing that for two reasons. One, they live downtown. Yeah. They also have a place out here. And uh, number two, they eat there all the time, and they could not believe the attack made not only on the restaurant. But on the community, that's where things went beyond. And I want to I want to go deeper than this because go right I go way back with Michael Abrams, um, and I'll tell you how far back we go. Michael's father, Ray Abrams, had the first pool hall in Oak Park at nine in Woodward called Cushion and Q. Yep. And they opened up a pool hall, and then they put a burger. They had a stand there with burgers, and then Michael joined the business, and they started opening up Cushion and Q and Brew. And they opened up, and every time they opened it up, and I'll tell you this, this was back in my crazy busy no, days, understand. and we had all our holiday parties right. there, and the service was amazing, and they were all about customer service and food. And Michael took it further. Michael, after that, they opened three or four beautiful cushion Q and brews, top state-of-the-art pool halls, restaurants, bars. Then he went out and acquired some other restaurants, McVee's, later on Mr. Joe's. Uh, then some stores in in, Burm- in, uh, in Brighton, mm-hmm. and then he joined with a, a doctor friend of his, and they started Five Guys and Fries and own over thirty of those. Correct. But Michael takes everything to heart, and and and, and this is where I'm going to go further because as a friend of Michael and a gentleman who used to go to dinner with him and his wife years ago, Michael is an amazing guy, and he he, he they and they go out and they strive to do everything right. And when someone takes an investment and builds all that money into a restaurant downtown or midtown, and they do it to perfection, now nothing's perfect. We know that in life, that nothing is perfect. And when Michael does that and does it, you know what? You can make complaints about a restaurant. You can say, hey, you know what? The French fries were a little too well done. Yeah, the staff was not and, nice and the staff to was not nice and all this. The ambiance is beautiful. But when you go out and tack as vicious as they did, um, I th- I thought it was grounds for dismissal of the writer, um, but maybe that's too far on my side. I followed the rebuttals. I followed the reports. I'm going down there. I haven't been down there, but I'm going to go down there this week to have dinner. We'll go support it. And I'm going to support it, and NRM will support it. And at the end of the day, um, the the attack was uncalled for. I think it was over the top. And uh, hats off, and I'm going to ask all the listeners to go down there and check it out, tell them that you heard it at NRM. 
But say hello to those guys because they are two great human beings that own that restaurant. Well, there's actually three. There's three, yes. Yeah. The two that I know, but whatever. <laughs> but, but the fact is, no, no, thank you. No, say thank you for that, Peter. But yeah. at the end of the day, it, it was wrong, um, and, and I think that you have to be uh, – we're in a really, really tough world today. We don't need this kind of stuff. No, not at all. No. Well, you know what I'm going to do? Um, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. Surprise, surprise. I know. I'm going to step out of the studio, get a cup of coffee. Give me a Bloody Mary. And I'm going to have everybody sit back because I want them to listen to who supports us right now. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special. Nine holes of golf and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me. Just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Surfing the Internet can be good for your brain, especially if you're getting up there in years. UCLA scientists say that the Internet searching helps to stimulate your brain function by triggering centers in your brain that control decision-making and complex reasoning. In a study to be published in the American Journal of Geriatric Psychiatry, the researchers say that using the Internet to seek out new information might stimulate the brain enough to sustain brain health and your cognitive ability. Before the computer age, the one activity that was linked to an active mind was solving crossword puzzles. The fact that even simple tasks like searching the internet might enhance your brain circuitry suggests that our brains are really sensitive to mental exercise and actually continue to learn as we grow older. So using an internet search engine such as Google produces the same brain activities as reading, but it also increases activity in areas of your brain that control decision making and complex reasoning. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Welcome back to Talking Biz on a rainy Saturday morning in the Motor City. I'm Paul Benzman along with Peter Perlman. Yes, Good morning, I'm here. Peter. I'm here. Yeah. All right. So, you know, I love to go around the community, see what's going on. Um, and I have some sad notes, too. You know, we talk about restaurants and yeah. everything else. I want to yeah. go to Ferndale. I was there last night. 33 years this restaurant has been in Ferndale. The vegetarian restaurant. Ohm Cafe. Yeah. After 33 years. Yeah. And it's a heavy heart that she informed all of her people that she's closing mm. because, you know, age and everything else. Um, and people aren't running to the door and saying, okay, we'll buy it. We'll keep it going. Um, we're seeing a lot of changes. Uh, Ann Arbor, um, from my reviews the other day, also looking, three restaurants that have been around the community in Ann Arbor. Um, are closing. And I understand and, and, why. And it's another aging process that we're seeing. So my question for you is this. Okay. We know the restaurant business is a very difficult business mm -hmm. because you've got to be there early and late mm -hmm. closings. Yes. That's number one. Labor-intensive. Very labor-intensive. So mm -hmm. do we buy the business, um, learn the business, allow staff to, like, 
uh, mature into the ownership of the business? Or do we just shut doors and say, you know, it was great, goodbye, we're done? What do you think? Well, there's there's two things, and I I can because I'm going to roll this into another piece. Well, I can react to this for too many too many many ways. Multiple one, ways. One you know Multiple one ways. one ways here is that you know, we have we have no. Well, I'm I'm thinking <laughs> and talking. My brain works too fast. That's the problem. Uh, with with locations real estate, my company on that side that has business brokers, we work with that all the time because people we sell businesses on that side. Okay. And people say, why is a business being sold? And a lot of times there is no future follow-up. Who's going to take over the restaurant? We call that perpetuation. Yes. Plan. And the fact is is that you know, the, the kids don't want to be in the restaurant business. And the parents, so a lot of people say, well, they're selling for a reason. You know, and, and why are they selling it? Why aren't they keeping going on? And there's many reasons because, hey, the kids want to become professionals. They don't want to work in the restaurant. And they do that. Um, a lot of restaurants, like you said, will prepare their employees to do a buyout. Um, work on with them that. It depends on the owner. But here's the the bigger changes. The taste changes and and things change. So a lot of restaurants uh, who do not reinvest in their restaurants, which means remodel the restaurants and do that, a lot of times when they're ready to sell, the place needs to be closed because it's a dump. It's a a tired location. It's a tired location. The equipment is gone. It needs a lot of fixing. And there's no value anymore. And the people that have been working there see it. And these employees, the, the, a lot of times when a restaurant's sold and they sell it to the employees, the restaurants know the history and they know what's going on. The owner will do a gradual buyout and they'll, they'll transfer that that way. But in most cases, they, they just take off and they say, hey, let's close the door. Now, competition is a big thing. The Detroit restaurant market has become so competitive. Reason being is the influx of everything downtown. So with the stores in Royal Oak that are complaining the parking's the problem for closing, the fact is there's just more competition in the region and more younger people are going downtown instead of Royal Oak. Now, well, Ferndale, which I, sp- I had dinner correct. last night at a wonderful restaurant called Voyager, and, and it was a path. Um, you know Eddie, Eddie yes. Biederman. I said, Eddie, let's take a little walk from the restaurant. So we parked in my son's house at 9 in Woodward, and we went for a walk, and Eddie put it on his phone. He said, it's over a half mile walk. I said it's a beautiful night. You guys need it. Okay? Let me tell you. I said to him, I said we're we're walking, so we go walk to Voyage. And he says, so we stop by a quarter mile into things. That looks like a good restaurant. Why don't we eat there? No, we're going to Voyager. No, no. So I pushed Eddie a little further to Voyager, and this is a little gem in Ferndale. Okay, it's on Vester Street, down Nine Mile Road, mm-hmm. and it looks like it might have been old industrial building. Right. But the food and the service was great. Eddie liked it. Now, he ordered pasta. I saw it come. It was a little small. looked like an appetizer version. And Eddie's not a little guy. And Eddie loved it. It was good food. But Eddie had a drink and he enjoyed it. I had wonderful um, uh, clams. Not clams. Uh, what are they? Uh, oysters. Oysters. Oysters on a half shell. And okay. I had peel and eat shrimp that was amazing. Mm-hmm. But this place is a gem. A small place. You might have to wait in line. But Ferndale is a gem. Now, going back to what we talked about, because I'm flip-flopping here, okay. is that a lot of restaurants are closing. And what happens is is that there's competition, and the fit will survive, but there's also a oversupply of restaurants in Midtown and Downtown, my opinion, is that you open all these restaurants, and during the weekdays, a lot of times, you can shoot a cannon through a lot of these restaurants. Well, you know, you got, you got beautiful weather right now. Yep, you got yep, the summertime. Yep. So let's get out of downtown. Let's okay. get out of Midtown. Okay. Let's get out of Royal Oak, Birmingham, okay. Troy. Do I smell uh, Frank and Gross chicken? Point and all those. Yeah. Let's yeah. get beyond the boundaries of Wayne, Oakland, and Macomb okay. County. Okay. 
Where would you like to go for a dinner? It, it's, it's funny you say that. I go out to Milford for dinner. Well, I go okay. out to Brighton to dinner. I go out to Highland for dinner. Um, I'll go for a ride for dinner, and, and it's nice because, one, you go for a nice ride, and, and if it's a half hour, that's no big thing. Uh, try new places. Um, you know, I'm very partial partial, 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 partial to partial. Uh, my friend Aaliyah Nicholas, who has the Highland House Group. Uh, the breadstick uh, family. On M59 on Highland Road. Aaliyah it's Highland Road. just spent over $6 million, and that's for an independent restaurant to build ground up is amazing. Well, to move next door and build up. Yeah, well, he had the plan for years. Right. The building was 42 years old, the old building, and Correct. It, was, it was rough. Didn't have any taps for beer and all the other stuff. But if you want to see a state-of-the-art, beautiful building, go out to the new Highland House in Highland. And it is amazing. He didn't miss a beat. And he's on the floor seven days a week to make sure things are run right. And here's a gentleman that started as a dishwasher at Mitch's on Cass Lake. Mm-hmm. His grandmother, Ella Mitchell, started. Now, out of that family, there's probably three dozen restaurants. Right. And and so I like to go out to Highland House. Uh, another great restaurant is Bar None in Brighton. Uh, great restaurant. And Smoke Street, if you like barbecue in downtown Milford, yes. uh, is an amazing restaurant. Uh, out of 110 seats... That place does an amazing business. Well, Milford is great. Um, Weekends, just park your car and walk. Mm -hmm. But let's go beyond all that. Let's go. How many of you in the studio, you know, you can turn your mics back on. All right. Have been to Frankenmuth. Has anybody been to Frankenmuth? I have, yeah. It's just been a while. Okay, so you have Zenders and Bavarian Village. I've been to Zonders, yeah. So Zonders is the white building. Tony, where have you been? I've been to both. Okay, I Which actually one do you choose prefer? Bavarian Village because Zen or Bavarian Inn because right. the uh, Zenders is like a long wait. It's basically the same food. Uh-huh. Well, it's the same family, so it's okay. So hey, we got breaking news here. Breaking news. Breaking news. Facebook breaking news. Fire away. Ron Friedman, my buddy yes. Ron Friedman, is bored. He's waiting in the lobby of Bell Tire on DeQuinder, and he's bored. Why is he bored? I don't know. Ron, call us in and tell us why you're bored. He's yeah, sitting there. Give us a Breaking buzz news, at Ron Friedman at Bell Tire and DeQuinder Mass Night is bored waiting give for Give him the phone numbers. number. 844-999-9249. And while you're Ron doing that, calls. we're I'm going to send Ron a message. So All right, you, well, you do me, that. Okay? Well, we're talking about the bucket of chicken. Yeah. Um, Get a bucket so you've of been chicken. to both. You've been to Have Zenders, a barrel of fun. And you've been to Bavarian Inn. Remember that commercial? Do you get It's family style. So, Tony... I'm listening. Yes. You're there. Okay. So you get your family-style dinner. Do you find that meal to be filling and the whole family being together, or were you there with just um, a friend? What was the occasion? Oh, I'm usually there with the whole family if we're going, yeah. And what's your family size like? I mean, two, three, four, five? Yeah, about five to six people usually. And, And how do you find the atmosphere and everything there? Oh, I find it's not too bad. I mean, it's a little old school. It's, um, I mean, I know that's the point, but uh, I feel like it could maybe use a little bit of a revamp. And then do you go down the street to the great Christmas warehouse? Uh, We do. And how long do you spend there? Oh, maybe a half hour. The place is huge. It is a huge building. The half hour at at, at Bonners, that's it? Yeah. I mean, we don't don't have the money to spend. You don't want to be dropping. You don't want to spend too much on Christmas ornaments, you know. Well, no, but I figured just walking through and looking at all the different pieces. My mom's obsessed with that store. Is she? Yeah, she'll stay in there for literally hours, and you can't find her. And they do have coffee there. 
I I, I, yes, they do. They do have a, like a coffee little place to get coffee and food. I mean, it, it is such a great place to go, Frankenmuth. Now, how many of you have been to Tony's over there when you get off the freeway in Birch Run? No, but I've heard about it. Isn't that- Tony's where you slip on the floor, but it's but you get the BLT that and is isn't it like one a pound. Huge- it's a one pound BLT. Mm-hmm. You see, to me, that is going out to eat. So, we'll go on. We're going to move on a little bit. How many of you have gone to like Holly, to the you know the old Holly Hotel or the Fenton Hotel? Nobody. Boy, you, did you know that both of those hotels have been haunted? They claim they're haunted hotels too. Let's go there for Halloween. I tell you, you know Halloween. You know what I miss? A great restaurant that I used to love going around to here was Victoria Station and the rail cars. Really? Remember Victoria Station? Yeah, I'm not. I have a comment, but I'm not going to say Victoria Station. The box cars, yes, yes, yes. The rail cars. Certain people didn't like to eat in box cars. No, they okay. weren't. I stayed in the passenger car. Okay, you're okay. cute. I know what you're all going right, to. All right, all right, all right. So we'll go on. So let's go to Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor. Where I talked about a couple of the restaurants closing, mm-hmm. but you know, you've got places that are opening up all the time. Yes. But you've also got a couple of great. Greasy joints there, too. Okay. You know, have you been to the burger joint on, on the backside of Main Street there? No. Is that the burger? What's it called? The burger street on the backside of Main no, Street? No, it's called, uh, God, i got to think of it now. We just ate there. We went to a baseball game, and we went there. Mm. But they were, you know, you walk in, and when you go up to place your order, they say, you better know the order because we're not wasting time here in line. Right. Just step aside, the next guy comes in. And boy, do they do a business 10 o'clock at night. They're just pounding out the burgers. Fantastic stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. So Ann Arbor, I want to talk about the Ann Arbor uh, restaurant scene. Okay, go on. So done a lot of business in Ann Arbor with yes. restaurants. And here's the issue with restaurants in Ann Arbor. One, there's too many on campus. Two, it's the, a, But it's a large campus. Though. But here's the problem. The landlord's rents are too high. Well, we know that. And when you have restaurants that survive in other places and they can't make it there because you have your influx during school. Correct. Quiet's down in the summer, and the turnover's too much. So there becomes a time when the landlord's got to realize, maybe instead of losing restaurants every two years, I should lower the rent maybe $5 a square foot. Well, it's interesting that you bring that up because we're starting to see something very unique in the big shopping centers today. Yeah, um, empty stores. Empty stores. <laughs> and it's the exit of the smaller stores when the anchor leaves, can they get out of the lease? And and that's a good question. Depends how they're read. Right. Written. Written. And so, you know, everybody's trying to repurpose and trying to redo. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, that small independent or small chain sometimes gets really slapped, gets really punished by the demise of a major well, here's what's happening, and, and, and I'm not going to attack this group, but we'll use the Taubman Company as an example. Okay. Just an example. Years ago, when Taubman started building malls, a good friend of mine went to negotiate a couple stores with Taubman. Mm-hmm. And they had a couple comments on the lease, and they made the comments, and Taubman said, no, those are the lease. So my friend took the lease on the table and gave it back to him and said, this is not fair. And here's Taubman's response. A fair is something you take your kids to. That's what they said. Just like that. And that's what they said. This is our lease. Take it or leave it. And my well, friend walked okay. away. So let me get deeper into this. Well, you will. Okay. You will get deeper. All right. Because I'm going to give you like a wonderful eight minutes and a few minutes to get so deep that even our listeners can get involved. 
But for right now, I want to keep it simple. And that is, I got to do this. <laughs> oh, you discovered the cough button. There we go. There you go. Good thing we but, spent $8,200 for cough buttons. I know okay. it. I know it. So what I'm going to do is. We don't do have is, a sneeze button. That's no, we don't have a sneeze button. Just but, a cough um, button. I want people to sit back and think about this for 30 seconds. And mm-hmm. that is, we go to retail stores for a purpose. What is the definition of that purpose? Number one. And number two, what will happen if that purpose is not available to you anymore? While you're thinking about that, we'll be back here at New Radio Media, Talking Biz. If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement, and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple, you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins, so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to a1fingerprints.com for more information. That's a1fingerprints.com. It's that easy. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And welcome back to New Radio Media Talking Biz with Peter Perlman, that is me, and Paul Benzman, who's over there on the other side of that camera. Howdy. You know, Paul and I were just sharing with all of you out there the uh, rise and fall of uh, malls, but more importantly, the challenge of the small business that's in these malls. Yeah, so here's here's the deal, and it's uh, pretty complex. First of all, if you're in a major mall, odds are if you're a small business, you got to be part of a chain because these big malls only want people with deep pockets and companies that have deep pockets. But here's the problem, even with the small stores that have deep pockets. Traffic in the malls is way, way down. Now, it's down for certain reasons. The anchors, when a mall's built, let me give you a Mall 101 development. When a mall is built, let's say it's a Taubman Mall. Let's go out to 12 Oaks, use that as an example. Okay. Before the mall's built, they acquire some land. And they go out to the anchors. So they go to Macy's. They used to go to J.C. Penney's. used to go to Sears, Lord & Taylor, Nordstrom and such. And they land those deals for the big anchors. Now, the deals can be structured many ways. 
Taubman sells them the land. They build their own building. They own building. They do a thing called the ground lease where the, they pay a price for the dirt, and the company builds their stores with their expense, and they pay X amount of thousands of dollars a year for the dirt. So they rent the dirt, build a building on top, or they build it all and own it totally. So now Taubman has four anchors. Let's start how 12 Oaks started with four anchors. And they put them on each corner of the mall, and they built a two-level mall between the anchors. Now, while they're planning it, they go out to the retailers, and they say, okay, we have these four anchors. Would you like to be a store in between? And you're going to get all the traffic from people walking from anchor A to A, B, and B, and you're going to be there in the mall. And they put the puzzle together. So they're putting in restaurants. They're putting in the stores, and they start looking at the anchors. And a lot of the smarter retailers, when they're negotiating leases, will say, hey, we want a kick-out clause. What is a kick-out clause, so exactly? So we want a clause that if one or two or more anchors close and it stays dark, which means no one comes in within six months to a year, we can exit our lease. We came here because you have four anchors. And when you lose one of those anchors, we want a kick-out. So Macy's closes. You have six months to cure it, maybe a year to cure it, six months to open up, another six months for a store to open up. Or two things happen, one of two things. One, we leave, or we go to an adjusted rent, which it means it could be a percentage of sales. It could be a discounted rent during a cure period. And this is what's going to happen, and it's going to start to happen real soon, even in some of the better malls. Um, I posted something on my Facebook page two weeks ago about the 12 Oaks closed their second or their main customer service counter. Now, they closed the secondary one first about a year ago on the Nordstrom aisle there. Correct. And I said, okay, that's fine. You close the secondary one. And if I was 12 Oaks, I would get rid of the booth. Instead of having a close sign, I would get rid of the booth totally. So you didn't know it was there. But in the center main court of 12 Oaks, right. hands sits the customer service counter with a sign. We are closed. We no offer love this. We don't offer this service anymore. Now, if they can't afford to have one person at a customer service counter in the middle of a major mall, that's an issue to me. And that's an issue to a lot of people. The comments that came to my Facebook page because of that was saying, wow. The other thing was people said, oh, I didn't know that Sears and JCPenney's were still there, which meant they haven't been to the mall in a long time. Well, I've been to Sears there because yeah, yep. I bought my appliances. Yep, yep. So, I am a Sears guy for appliances. So they're there. So back to the mall, back to the structure. Now you've got most the biggest number of small vacancies at 12 Oaks. You've got a ticking time bomb with two already the stores pretty much in the gray but still open. They don't know it, JCPenney's and Sears. Sears. Macy's, who's iffy. Lord & Taylor, who's got some issues. And Nordstrom figuring out whether they want to go public, private, or stay open. Then we go back to the problem is when you go to these major stores, it's trying to find help and trying to find the merchandise you're looking for. Because instead of continuing giving customer service and inventory, they've cut back on both. I shop Lord & Taylor's men's department. No, I know you do. Okay? I had to take 10 minutes to find someone to check out. My, pay the bill. And I asked the lady. She goes, yeah, they only have three of us on the entire floor. Three. And so I also said to her, you know, when I walk in, it says shop Lord & Taylor 24-7 on lordandtaylor.com. So before I walk in, they tell me, don't well, come in. It's interesting that you bring that up because at yeah. Sears, when you do the appliances, there's reps. Yeah. Mattresses and appliances. Mm -hmm. When you go to any other department, you hike to find a register to well, check out. 
Well, the appliances, they're the last greatest thing they do. They're the w- biggest they thing they call in white goods. Okay, that's Correct. what appliances are called. They're called white goods, and that's the last thing that they're good at. And that's all they need is really that because Craftsman has been sold off. Yeah, yeah, that's another story. So, I mean, it's... But going back to the smaller retail guy mm-hmm, for a minute mm-hmm. um, that's in these malls and uh, larger centers, shall we say, with anchors, how are they surviving with, you know, you're, you're paying the rent. Mm-hmm. Then we have what we call CAMP, Common Area Maintenance Charges, mm-hmm. on top of that. Mm-hmm. How do they survive when the anchors are struggling? Well, first of all, again, the, the small merchants in the downtown, they're not in a major mall. The smaller stores that are chains in the mall, they're right. having a tough time because at the end of the day, the volume's not there. Now here's the deal. There's going to be a lot of rent adjustments going on, and it's happening right now. The stores go here. We're either going to go bankrupt or you're going to reduce our rent, say, 30 40%. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to be happening. Well, it's going to be interesting to watch because we've we've already seen Northland gone. Mm-hmm. They're done. Yep. Eastland is on oxygen. Dead. Yeah, dead. They're, they're, they're dead. Yep. Lakeside. Torn down. To, will be torn down. Right. They're looking for a repurpose. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go down to Dearborn. Yep. Okay. Fairlane. Uh, was sold twice and uh, And the biggest tenant all, those now are mom and pops. And the biggest tenant in there is Ford Motor Company. Company. Yep. And they're going to move them later on. Downtown. Corktown. Yep. So then you go to uh, 12 Oaks. Um, let's go to 12 healthy, Oaks. Healthy. 80% healthy right now. Right. So after 12 Oaks, then you get into... The new formula of centers. Yeah, new formula, but we might have to do that in the next hour. Well, you know, we're going to talk about that in the next hour. Um, mm-hmm. Also in the next hour, I want to talk about a couple other things. The new changes at Belle Isle that I want to talk about. And I also want to talk about three women that are changing the look of the automotive world. That's a cool article. I'm glad we're talking about that. So, um for everybody who's just joined us or has been with us for the last hour, we want to thank you. This is New Radio Media Talking Biz. I'm Peter Perlman along with Paul Benzman. We're going to take a break. We'll see you at the top of the hour. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special. Nine holes of golf and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. As a business owner, you're always looking to save money and cut costs where you can. 
you advertise on radio or television, you know it can get pretty pricey. If radio and TV aren't delivering like they promised, and you're looking for a more reasonably priced way to get your message to the masses, I've got an answer for you. New Radio Media. With live streaming and on-demand programming, your message can be seen throughout the day, and you can worry a little less about cutting those costs. For more information, go to newradiomedia.com or call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999. A new Northwestern medicine study concludes that you can improve your overall health and quality of life by doing these two simple things. Spend less time in front of the TV and computer and eat more fruits and vegetables, and that's all. By starting with these relatively small steps, it becomes a lot easier over time to make major lifestyle changes. And in many cases, people find that the time away from the TV or computer is best spent taking walks or working in the garden. In other words, when you're not chained to your sofa, you'll almost naturally want to move around and be more active. And that, in turn, helps promote a healthier you. After as few as three weeks of avoiding temptation to sit around, the people involved in the study found that they didn't want to return to their lazy ways, even when they were told they could do so and would continue to be paid for the research. 86% of the patients said that once they made the change, they decided to maintain it. So give it a try. You may surprise yourself. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the second hour here at Talking Biz, new radio media. Wow. Uh, wow. The first hour flew by. It did, didn't it, though? You know, it, yeah. it's been great. and uh, We learned a lot of things the first hour. We did. We, Tony doesn't like a filter fish. And he, yeah. he does get to go to Frankenmuth with the family. And he likes one restaurant over the other. And Tony got a call from the other restaurant. They want to give you a bigger chance. They offered you a free meal yeah. to see if they can woo you over over there. It's, and they said they'll even make you pasta, which they don't have I'm on just going to ask him another quick question. Since you went to Frankenmuth, um, did you go over to Birch Run? Did you go to the all the stores at Birch Run? I did not. I've been over there, though. All right. So what's yeah. your favorite store at Birch Run? I believe there's like a Nike outlet there, isn't there? Yes, yeah, there yeah, is. Yeah, I usually like the Nike outlet. There's a Nike outlet everywhere. That's a tough one. All right, so you got Nike. Okay, what's your second store then? I'll go that route. Oh, um, he's not a big shopper. I think there's like a – yeah, I'm not a huge shopper, but oh. I think there's a Van – I think there's a Van Hoosen over there. Yeah, Van – yeah, there is. And yeah. I, get, I got – I like going over there for dress shirts. I got a, a more important question. Shirts. Do you like – have you ever had pasta from a can? I haven't – you know – how about this? Wait. How about better yet? American, Frank, how about, about Frank? Franco American. American yeah. How about spaghettios? How many people in the studio have had spaghettios? Yeah, we grew up on spaghetti. We, we did. Yeah, we wait did. a second. Wait a second. Okay, Angel. So spaghettios, right? Yeah. Now, what kind do you like? Meatballs, ones with little franks, or just plain yeah, spaghettios? Oh, right. plain spaghettios. Plain, all day. Okay. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Oh, I Kelsey? ate the ones with the meatballs. Meatballs. Okay. Angel. I don't see anybody with hot dogs. Which ones you like? Plain. Okay, Angel's plain. Okay, so nobody wants Peter. Peter, what do you like with the spaghettios? Plain meatball or hot dogs? Oh no, meatball. Got to have meatball. A meatball. Okay. Now, so let's if go I would that, have a spaghettios dinner, we'll bring spaghettios plain for some and meatballs for the other. I want to ask them. This I'll just question. make real spaghetti. Are you familiar with? Like, wait a second. We're gonna have real spaghetti real in the spaghetti. studio See, next that, Saturday morning. Okay. That makes yeah. more wait a second. Sense. Wait a second. Everyone, all who want that would be great. All who wants spaghetti in next week's studio Uh, for breakfast, say aye. Aye. Okay. Now you have to make a spaghetti. Okay. And I'll make a deal. I'll bring the Bloody Marys. Okay. All right. I'm very proud. Are you guys all of age? Yeah. 
Well, okay. if not, they don't get the other part of the Bloody okay. Mary. Wait, wait. No wait what's going on over there? They wait, wait. I've oh, got one who's not of age over there. They don't get, wait a minute. They don't get a celery stick. He doesn't get booze. You get virgin Bloody Marys. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> You're kidding? I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm 21. You, i got to see ID. ID, please. Okay. <laughs> and, I need, and I need a permission slip from your parents, okay? That's right. I, I want a permission slip for the field trip. That you can have spaghetti and you have no food allergies. I also want it written, and and also, the permission slip has to be in by Friday for Saturday's trip. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, do you know? Remember that. I got a question for them though. When you He's go out and you order spaghetti, He's got a question. How many of you have found that they? It's like when they bring it, there's so much like water. They don't drain it properly. That sucks. You have a good meat sauce. You're ready for a good solid. And you thick notice meat sauce, how much like. And you got water in the plate. It's like horrible. Fire the guy in the kitchen. I tell you, it's terrible. Fire the guy. So you, wait. You always got to tell him like. Wait, I'm excited for next Saturday spaghetti. spaghetti. Wait, what's your recipe? Are you gonna make regular wait, sauce? Are you gonna buy ragu? No, we don't buy ragu. Paul Newman. No, no, I want to. I want to ask her. My grandma actually does use. Wait, Paul. A second, wait, we Kelsey. Love Kelsey, Paul I got a got a question. No. I'm gonna drill down a little bit here. All right. Are you going to buy canned sauce? You're going to make us real. We don't sauce? buy canned. It comes in a jar now. Okay, jar. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go get the jar. Yeah. Oh, you're not going to make. I'll add spices and stuff we, too. Yeah, it. we do that. Okay. We add. Okay. So everybody's ready for spaghetti next Saturday, mm-hmm. right? Okay. You get the spaghetti. I bring the Bloody Mary mix. Keep okay. Going. What Keep else? We're going to have garlic bread. Who's bringing something you gotta, else? You got to have garlic bread. Yes. You got to have garlic. Tony, you want to bring some garlic bread? Tony He's brings garlic bread. Okay. okay. And the underage salad. Guy. Oh, How you about need the a salad. Guy? Oh, excuse me, son. Yeah? You need a salad. We're going to have a hell of a breakfast. It could be heckin' dinner. Brunch. It's brunch. Brunch. Okay, okay. so we're going to have a pasta dinner for breakfast brunch for next Saturday. Yeah. And a Bloody Mary bar. There you go. Wow, she's this is cool. She's, she's this is, Now she's got to produce look, spaghetti. Look, look, look at this. Look at this. All right. <laughs> if you need a couple dollars to buy this stuff, I'll we'll give, give you a few you dollars. We'll, we'll take give you the money for cash. the recipes. We'll, we'll take care of that. So Kelsey's going to make pasta next week. All go. right. You know, let's start something new. Tony, you're going to be responsible for the meal the next week. Okay? When are you cooking? I'm taking you across the street to Anna's house. Oh, no, that's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. We're going to cook. cook. This is going to become... Talking biz cooking segment. Wait a minute. Okay. What do they say? What's well, for and, breakfast? And, and, and how does your wife make res- dinners? Wait, she makes reservations. I don't have a wife. Well, in your case. I'm saving for my third ex-wife. <laughs> okay? <laughs> okay? You better keep saving. <laughs> we got to sell a lot of advertisement on new radio media. <laughs> and how do they do that? Paul, that's a good question. All right, so here's the you, deal. You, wait, no, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. You brought up. Mm-hmm. Buying advertising or sponsorships right. for new radio media. Okay, so the best so way to get to us. Why don't you share with everybody? Let me tell you the best way. You know, this is a technical, you know, technology, everything's here. The best thing you can do is email everything at info at newradiomedia.com. We're, we're changing the system around a little bit on advertising. We have a phone number, but we're changing around a little bit, and they'll be advertising at newradiomedia.com. But right now, email info at newradiomedia.com. We get that message instantly. Right. It comes onto our, our phones, it comes here. Um, I've had to learn technology and get away from the phone on a few things, but it does come right up. And we are getting so many inquiries for shows. It, it is it is amazing what's coming down the pipeline and what people are coming to. And we have something else we're starting here, and I'm going to get everyone to know. We are starting a little vignette and a little video of the making of NRM. So I'm warning everybody in the building that you will have cameras around here once or twice a week following you guys. 
and we're going to have an episodic version of what's the making of NRM behind the scenes. It's so nice that my office is outside this building. No, we're coming to your office too, Perlman, okay? <laughs> we have cameras that can go everywhere. So we are having the episodic series of the making of NRM or the behind the scenes at NRM. And we've got some other cool series behind that we're starting to produce. So our creative department's really, really busy. And um, I want you to know, Peter, we now have four people in post-production. Uh, Andy Bishaw is, is leading that group. Uh, Andy does an amazing job, that group. Like everyone else, everyone here at New Radio Media, hats off. Without you, there's no us. And we're all us. So we're a happy family here. We came up with a new line this week that yes, we uh, when people look at each other, and sometimes people in the same office don't get along all the time. So yep. the new line that, folks, if you have upset, you say, you know what, I love you, but right now I don't like you. You like that? And, and so we're But you can still people, sit at the dinner table. You can still come and have tables, still play, but right now I love you, but I don't like you. So it's a cool line. We talked about it. We have a culture here that's really amazing, and, and you know, it's exciting because I hang around all weird hours, don't I? I'm here late night. I walk in. You know, they tell me, do you want us to close the lights? Do you want us to put you to bed? What do you want to do? But it's really cool because I love the energy here. The energy here is amazing. And and it's it's like I don't like to be boss guy. I'm not a boss guy. I'm the kind of guy, hey, what's happening, guys? I like to go hang out with the folks. And and we've been here a long time. You know, put on your mics, guys. Tony, okay, Kelsey, put on your mics. Kelsey, how long have you been hanging around here so far? Mm, since November. So, okay, yeah, so well what, into She's almost a year. Know, yeah. So what do you think? Oh, I absolutely love it here. You know, we're Facebook I'm buddies. I'm thankful I see you. every day that this is my job and this is what I get to yeah, come to. And Tony. Uh, I've been here actually about the same time. We came oh, yeah. in right about the yeah. same yeah. time. Yeah, it was like a week before me. So you yeah. look and, at that and, and, and wait, where did you come from? We both came her, from her parents. <laughs> St. John's Providence. She, she yeah, see, John's Tony's, Providence. Tony's, Tony's, there you Tony's, go. Okay. From Seven okay. Mile and Mac yeah. Avenue. Yeah. Yes, that's here like, that's like Tony. Well, well, I got in trouble at the border one day. I was a smart-ass kid, and the, the guy at the border <laughs> said, where were you born? I said, in the hospital, stupid. They detain me. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to Spex Howard. No, wait. This is important. Okay. Yeah. So you came from Spex Howard, and you came here as interns, right? Uh, no, I we started here. We, uh, yeah. we didn't no, pay they, you. No. no, they got paid. No, no did, not, did, the, did, not at the very beginning. Yeah. No, Tony. We weren't the first two They weren't the first two. They got paid. We came We actually paid them? As the yeah, production staff. Yeah, they came as the production yeah. staff. Wait a minute. Yeah. You told me... That they were guys, interns and they guys, paid us. Guys, guys, you told guys. me they paid Uh-oh. us. Guys, you you you're gonna get me fired. Oh. You know, we're, can I work I, for you I'm, too? I guess I'm gonna have to do an audit. Yeah, yeah. We let me tell but you. But anyway, you know, we have no, actually, they've been here almost a year. And Specs uh, Specs has made a commercial about a couple of our yes. people. Ben Rose. Yeah. Um, it's cool. The other school I want to talk about is MPI Motion Picture Institute of Michigan. Yeah. Um, which we are helping them with their accreditation program, and they're a phenomenal place. We do some soundstage stuff there. We get actors from there. We get people behind the scenes and cameras. So we have what we call two farm clubs. I love the two groups. I think it's great. They are amazing schools, amazing people, amazing places. And we've got some great people. So, you know, we're very fortunate that, you know, let's go a little bit. Then we're going to go back into something else we were talking well, about. Well, we'll pick it up later. But, but what, what's talking about this is, Peter, is we look at this. And, and NRM's journey started over two years ago. Keep going back. And, yeah, almost three. So So we look at that. And we start looking at where our journey was and where we are today and where we're going. Uh, it's truly amazing. And I can't say it enough that everyone who's with us and our team really builds a solid foundation. And my theory is if you build a solid foundation, no one can knock you off. Just imagine a pyramid. 
and the pyramid having a wide base. And if you guys are our foundation, just imagine we can go up and never get knocked down. Well, we have a question for you because yeah, this ahead. was brought up at breakfast the other day about yeah. the pyramid. Yeah. How did they ever build it thousands of years ago without cranes and catapults just being right and everything else? Phil. Phil. Phil was there? Phil was the construction oh, director. Oh, he was the Phil. construction director. Oh, Phil. I, okay, okay. I was a little yeah, concerned Phil. on how they did Phil. all that. It was all about Phil. You know. You didn't know Phil was the guy? Well, you know, I, I, I think of Phil in a whole different movie. No, Phil. Okay, <laughs> Phil. It was all Phil. Okay? When you, built, when you built the pyramids, it was Phil. When you great the big temples, it was Phil's brother, Art. Art. Okay? And their other brother, Heckner. Heckner was the third one. Oh, okay? he was. Okay. Yes. And then what happened was, but and then Phil, came new radio media. It started to, with Phil to, to film it. All Phil. All it's Phil. all about Phil. All Phil. Okay. I thought it was all about Bob. No, no. Phil was the guy. But no, seriously, let's go back to the pyramids. Yeah. When you look back in history and you look at these buildings with these blocks and you figure, how did they do that? Now we know how they did it. It wasn't proper. It was against union rules. It was slaves. It was everything else. But in any business or any time in the world, you can build something solid. What you, I, and Ian took a look at three years ago, and mostly Ian looked at, was saying, hey, the change is here. He's the one that swiped us when we went to buy more airtime, and another radio station said, you guys are foolish, and it was harsher, it was harsher than that. Well, okay, But he right. said, listen, things are changing. It's podcast, it's streaming, it's electronic. And so we jumped on the board three years ago to start this journey. And you guys have been here just under a year, and we thank you, and, and everyone a little newer, but we started the journey. And sometimes the journey's faster or slower, but it is what it is, and we are now at a good pace at NRM to do what we're doing. Mm -hmm. We want to thank the name people, our morning show lineup that are here, the more names that are coming to us. But here's the cool beauty about what NRM can do and the digital world can do is that the average person today can become a star. Never at the time in history, this is like with music, let's look Justin Bieber and all those other guys who became famous because who? of the internet. Who? Justin, whatever his name is. Who? Yeah, whatever the guy is from Canada. Who? Okay, but if you look at that stuff, <laughs> but what happens is, is you can take an average person and you can take a person and they have a chance to be a star. When I speak at University of Detroit's Mercy and all these schools <laughs> about the internet, we talk about two things. Let's take Pepsi-Cola company and let's take Startup Beverage Company. They both have the same price of entry into the Internet. It's free. It's free to go on to social media, correct, guys? It depends how creative they want to get and how much time and money they want to spend. But there's never been a better time for a small startup company that wants to work out of their basement or garage to have a level playing field in the marketing world or the same platform as the marketing world. So we could have done this in my garage. We could have, but now we got to figure out which garage because you'll have two homes. So, so, but the fact is, you can start that. And at the end of the day, think about this, guys. You have a level playing field of entering the world of anything music. You have the entry world of anything as far as products. So it's really a cool industry. So as we see a lot more entrepreneurial schools pop up and younger people starting businesses because they don't want to work for the man. The man. Okay, they don't want to work for the man. Um, and even in our industry, anyone in this building can say, hey, I have an idea for a show, create it, and have a chance on the NRM platform. So as we speak to the listeners today, got to understand, if you have an idea, an idea of something you always want to do or you wanted to make yourself a star or you have a talent or you have a product, 
email us, info at newradiomedia.com. Well, I think the big thing, too, is, and, and I want to clarify something mm-hmm. um, that you said, and it's not to critique it in a negative way. Yeah. Nobody thinks of themselves, you know, I, I want to become a star. I mean, I understand what you're saying. Oh, no, we have a couple already. Well, there, there, there are certain aspects about what I want to change yeah. some language a little bit. Go for it. Okay. It's not that you want to be a star so much as you want to. Build your brand. Thank you very much. All right, and I, I think I that's the bigger piece right there. I literally had two people come to me and one starting that said, I want to be a star. I won't say who it is. Well, but that was a car dealership. No, okay. it wasn't. It was Mel Far's son. He wants to put on a cape and fly again. Okay. Well, right. you know, if you know where the cords are and the wires, it works, you know? All <laughs> right. All right. Hey, I'm not going there. Hey. All right, not going there. Okay. You know, um, okay, back to Superman our... never flew the way we all thought. You know what? I'm going to invite a guest to next week's Spaghetti Brunch. I bet you Okay, are. if you want to join us for Spaghetti Brunch, send us a note at info at newradiomedia.com. And we have room for six. Kelsey, I'll give you more money for more spaghetti, okay? But let's have a little buffet here, okay? Spaghetti brunch. And maybe, okay. I, you know what? I'm going to put it all over my Facebook. Maybe we have 200 people here for spaghetti. Uh, we also have to bring in another team of engineers next week. We do. Because if they're cooking. No, no, she's bringing it cooked already. She's no, gonna, no, not, no, no, no. I want to watch Peter, the whole I'm gonna thing put the, made I, in front No, of no, us. we have a microwave and no oven here. So here's the deal. <laughs> I just want okay, to figure the, out how he's going to. Here's the deal. I thought he was going to Sears to buy the appliances. Here's the deal. We were going to have okay, a I real got, stove. Okay, here's the deal. You're a guy like that. Do me a favor. Go get us a full kitchen from Sears. Okay, we'll give them free advertisement at NRM. And we'll have a full kitchen here. Now, the other problem is you got to talk to the landlord to get a vent out and a hood. Well, here's the big thing, okay. and I want everybody to understand this. Talk to me. That within the next 12 to 18 months, yes. when you join New Radio Media, yep. you'll be invited to sit in a studio with 45 seats to watch a cooking show. Well, it it's, could be sooner than that because we but are. I'm giving I'm you one. 18 months. Okay, thank you. Because you know i got to make sure the ventilation's put I, in. I love that. Um you know, not letting the cat. But we are. But I will let a little bit of the cat out of the bag. Go for it. Only okay. a little bit of the okay. cat, because I only have a few seconds left to do this. Okay. But we believe at New Radio Media that participation of the community is so important. It is. It is. And the only way to make it work is to bring you physically into the studio to see, feel, and touch, and be part of the voice of New Radio Media. I'm going to correct you one little bit. One little okay. bit now. We invite him into the studio. But starting the next two weeks, our cameras are on the streets. Well, we understand And we're going that. into a lot of restaurants. And if you have a restaurant and you want it featured on our restaurant page, which is going to be up in about 90 days, send us a line, info at newradiomedia.com. On that note, what like note? you say, what note? we have to pay for this. Is place. that a C note? Um, wait a second. <laughs> uh, these people don't know what a C note <laughs> they don't is. Know. But it's okay? musical. They don't there's know a D chord. There's a C. You're talking about guilt. You're talking about money. Well, I'm talking a about C a lot note. of different things. Yeah, you're talking about a C note, right? We have to take a break, don't we? Do we have Do to we, get there? What are you looking at her wait, for? Wait, because she's my boss. I know okay? she is. She's cooking the spaghetti next week. i got to be nice to her to make okay. sure I get a lot. All right. I want a big serving So say goodbye spaghetti. to everybody. We'll see you in two minutes, folks. If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement, and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple, you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins, so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to a1fingerprints.com for more information. That's a1fingerprints.com. It's that easy. 
At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years. And through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service. And we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. Listening to new radio media talking biz, the restaurant channel of tomorrow. Breaking news. Breaking news, July 28th. Spaghetti dinner has been moved. Brunch has been moved. Because our the chef, chef will is not out be of town. in town next week. And I found out I might be out of town next week, but I'm not going to be with the chef, so get rid of that rumor. But we'll be here it's, the following week. I'm not traveling week. with the chef, okay? So the food will be brought in on the 28th. No, no, that's the week we're not going to be here. Wait a minute, hold on. The 4th? No, the 28th the is the... Oh, the 4th. We've got to be here August 4th. Yeah. So August 4th... Um, it's past the, the day. It's past the day. Um, past the day. Kelsey's already it's got the money, the so she can go shopping and everything. It's past the She's, day. So it's great. It's, I got the past the day song. I'm, I'm very proud of you. So we're going to bring some family in maybe, we're too, for that day. Pasta. Hey, so, you know what? Rainy today, 79 and rainy 68. Tomorrow's going to be sunny. It never rains on my parade. 77 and sunny tomorrow's right, going to be so a beautiful here we day go. in the Motor City. Changing subjects. You ready? Where are we going? Rhonda Jensen, Molly Williams, Carrie Way. Beautiful women. All related in what industry? Automotive. And what makes them so unique today? Let us know that. Tell us. Well, these top women believe the industry doesn't have to be, as we would say, the good old boys club of the yesterday. These women today are running dealerships, operational, um, from the front room, back room, and you know, let's start with Rhonda Jensen. She's a general manager at Bowman Chevrolet in Clarkston. Mm-hmm. To Molly Williams, who's over, um, I want to say, Livonia right there at uh, 96 and the Telegraph at uh, Matic Automotive Group. Big dealership. And Carrie Way, of course, is president of Crest Automotive Group in Sterling Heights. We've Big group. Se- we've seen them before. Um, they are the leaders of today and are offering women opportunities don't be, don't stand back on the sidelines. It's a new world there in the automotive world. And I know from going into a dealership, the young lady that worked with uh, Carrie and I has been just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, product knowledge is excellent. Uh, forthcoming on opportunities um, to turn the car in, get a new car, making everything very comfortable. So, and as you said earlier, Marla Feldman at the Feldman Group, 
uh, Feldman Automotive. Um, again, each one of these women um, brings a very unique thing. Susan Iani, of course, uh, over as the general manager or executive manager over at Gordon Chevrolet. Mm -hmm. So this is just five women, but it all started with Irma Elder. You know, when Irma Elder started the uh, Elder Automotive Group, mm -hmm. and she passed away at 84 in 2014, mm -hmm. um, she actually took the leadership after her husband died in 1983. She had Jaguar. She had a bunch of stuff. Right. So mm -hmm. this is the new look in the automotive world. And I'm waiting to hear when one of their names leads the Detroit International Automotive Show. Yep. It's it's uh, interesting what's happening with them and women, and and it's funny because, you know, I'm a car guy. I know you are, and I'm a car guy. Much and more I, than I am. I spent a lot of time in car dealerships. I uh, my dad used to call me Motor News, because I would know what the latest. I'd buy the latest car magazine to find out. That's when magazines were important, folks, and people would go out and say, "Hey, <laughs> I buy." I get all magazines I, and newspapers. I, I, I preview and see what the car's coming up. I remember I ordered my first Firebird, nineteen hundred seventy-eight, folks. Nineteen hundred seventy-eight. I ordered my, I ordered you my first it sound car. Like you're old, well, nineteen hundred seventy-eight. You know what that what car cost? Turn on the mics. Wait a second. Why can't you just say nineteen seventy-eight? Because it was nineteen hundred. Okay, some of 100, our uh, nineteen hundred. Okay, hundred. How do you spell hundred? So, so how do you spell hundred? No, Tony. Everyone wait, put their wait, mics wait. on. You went to you went to a place called school, right? How do you spell hundred? H U N D R E D. So that's hundred. That's hundred. Okay. Hundred, not hundred. Nineteen hundred. No, I say nineteen hundred and seventy-eight <laughs> was my first car. So, anyways, boy, you're. So I want young. you to guess. You it was, it was so a loaded. Young. You guys remember what the Firebirds were? You guys yeah. remember? Okay. It was. It wasn't was. A, that, it was. That, a, it was a loaded. Wasn't that night rider? Wasn't it a Pontiac? No, no, it was a Pontiac, right? right. So it was rider. a loaded Firebird. It wasn't a Trans Am. How much do you think that car cost loaded out the door? Fifteen grand. Okay, uh, Tony. Uh, probably about. Yeah, uh, yeah, 16, 17 maybe. How about how about how about how about sixty seven hundred dollars out the door? What sixty seven hundred dollars? A loaded Firebird, fancy wheels, way. power everything. I wish. Okay, and gas was cheap too. Okay, oh, seventy eight hundred, sixty seven hundred dollars out the door. Pretty good. Okay. That's pretty awesome. good. And, and so, pretty so I'll good. give you one even better. <laughs> you guys don't remember a brand called Datsun. Yes, we do. Not you, they. Okay. Leo Adler Datsun. That's Grand about my River first one. But let's talk to they, not Paul you. Leo Adler. Thank you. What is track going on. Okay. So, wait a second. That was funny. Okay. But here, listen. Now, listen. Let's go back. Datsun was a Nissan before it was Datsun. There was a car called the 280ZX. Mm -hmm. I bought a loaded 280ZX in 1982. 1900. Okay? That car had turbo and everything. How much do you think that one was? 11. Now you're going a little higher. Higher, much higher. Oh, uh, 20. 18. So in between 18,000. I made a mistake. I left the sticker on the car, drove up to my parents' house. My mom looks and says, "My first house didn't cost that." That's correct. But so that so $6700 in 1978 for my first Firebird. Well, stay with them on the Datsun. Okay, and Datsun. Okay. What came what that what became the name after Datsun? What car manufacturer? Well, he said Nissan. They listen. I just want to make sure they're listening. I'm they listen. Well, they listen. You didn't listen. Yeah, See, hey, hey. Tell the old guy that say, hey, listen, I like cars, we got ears. He does. I and know. we're talking about cars. So back to car dealerships keep and going, everything. Keep going. You go into dealerships and some of the top salespeople, and if it's a woman, they are because here's the deal. Car dealers have a 
bad reputation of the way they sell, especially used car dealers. But in the dealership, it's become more informative stuff. Stripe ties. Yeah, it's but it's supposed to more information and that stuff. There's a saleswoman at Mercedes of Novi that hits it out of the ballpark. She has great relationships with clients. She works hard. She does her stuff. I think she's probably number one or two there. But what happens is is the dealership experience is changing. Now, there are certain dealerships where you go and you can talk to a puppet salesperson. Correct. And they're really, they got to go back and forth with the sales manager. Don't that, you love it? That I hate. I say, here's the deal. The game. Who am I dealing with? Now, I normally become friends with the sales manager of the dealership. So Cadillac and Nova, I've got a good friend over there, and, and you're talking mm-hmm. about experience. Right. We and, have a good and, friend. And, and, we have some very strong friends at Ford. At Ford Motor Company. We've got Reggie Haynes. we got guys. But I go in, and I see Kevin over Cadillac and Nova. Now, let me tell you how great of a guy he is. I had four Lincolns in a row. Right. The last Lincoln or two, I would go see him, and he didn't care that I spend time with him because he was a nice guy, and we got became friends. And I finally decided, was I going to get the Continental or was I going to get the Cadillac CT6? I chose the CTX because I thought it was a better vehicle for me at the time. But Kevin had the patience over probably five years of seeing my face in there to give me one of the most amazing deals in service. And that's what people are looking for today, an experience of service. You know, you can do two things. You can go online and get your price. And most people that come in dealerships today, especially younger people, know what they want. To a point. You know the big thing, though, that at, at the dealerships, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of you, you have to really share that with your sales representative, is the back room. Yeah. How will that back room treat me? And it's important. Service, it's, it's, it's certain things in certain dealerships. Um, I've gone to certain dealerships, pick up a car, and the car's filthy. You know, the yeah. car's filthy. The mechanic had lunch in the car. This is what it is. And it's like, Wow. I'll right. give you even a better experience, a different experience. Um, let's go back, way back, to Art Moran Pontiac in Southfield, okay. Michigan. Uh, do you remember the Fiero? Sure do. My so, former partner had a Fiero. So I had a Fiero for six months. Mid-engine car. Yes, I had the first one. I was the second car delivered at Art Moran Pontiac, a Fiero. I was such a car nut that I drove out to the plant in Pontiac to see what it looked like before it was coming out. Sight unseen before that, I put a deposit for the Fiero. It was a four-cylinder, four-speed, which oh, was so, so big. Yeah, the MR2 from Toyota. Yeah, and it was a fun car. So I order my car, and it comes off the truck. I had to wait. So they called me. It's here. Right. I got there before it fell off the truck. It came off the truck. <laughs> yeah, off the right. truck. <laughs> and the car needed some service. So they had a problem with their four-cylinder engine. It got towed in and all that stuff. And, and I, the dealership calls me, Mr. Benzman, your car's ready, but please call us before you come here. I always love that. I, said, I always love that. I said, what's the problem? Just please come to the dealership. So I come to the dealership. Mr. Benzman, we've got a slight problem. And the problem being? The mechanic left your car in gear when he got out, mm. and it leaped forward. It hit the tool chest, and the tool chest fell on your hood. Now, it was a plastic hood. They were plastic parts. Yes. And they said, we can repair it. I said, I want a new one. So what happened was, as the mechanic left, I took my key, and underneath the hood, I put a mark. To see what would happen. To see if I was getting a new Hood. They did give me a new hood, but I wanted to make sure I went underneath yeah. there and did that. So but just imagine. But get, it is crazy. I but mean, it was nice that the dealership called yeah. and said, Mr. Benzman, please come in. I mean, but we, had a, we had a Jeep Wrangler, and we took it in for the dealer, and the mechanic got in the car, and he had the screwdriver in the back of his pocket, so he punched the hole right into the seat. Ventilation. Right. And so he said to the dealer, uh, there's a hole here, and they gave us a hard time about pulling out the seat and replacing it. 
because the car only had like a thousand miles on it. Yeah. And I said, I don't get it. You know, and at that point, after we had the challenge with the dealership, we went to another dealership from that point on for all of the service. Yeah. And it's just, it is crazy what goes on. That back room is everything. It so, is. It is very important. You know, so anything else we want to talk about in the automotive field? We've got a couple well, more minutes you know, before the next break. Yeah, the, the automotive is interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, the other thing that we keep watching in automotive, and it's a whole different aspect of it, is with all the construction that we see right now, mm-hmm. everywhere you go, there's road construction, orange barrels. How often do you wash your car now to try to keep the debris and everything to keep your car clean? Well, I have one of those wash plans, so I go pretty regularly. Okay. Um, but it's 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 terrible with construction. And, and, and I'm glad you brought that up, and we only have a minute left before the break. But if you notice, not all the mile roads, all the patchwork they're doing, or they're just putting another top of two or three inches. Well, it's of, called of, milling. We yeah. mill the road down two inches, yeah, but, two but to it, three, but, but it and only, then we cap it. Well, it only lasts they're three a years. year. They're, no, they're a three year, it's a three-year cap line, okay. basically is all it is, until the dollars are appropriated for a complete tear-out. Okay. So you will see, like, um, Pontiac Trail and others in Oakland County and in Macomb County and others— they do temps, and then when the dollars are allocated between the federal government and the state, they will then do a tear-out all the way down, and they will change all drainage and everything at that point in time. So you're getting are temporary you running, are you coverage. for director of roads? No. I you have, know you, so According much. to you, um, I'm not allowed to, so guess what I'm going to do? I'm getting a cup of coffee, and I'm going to see you in just a minute. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Surfing the internet can be good for your brain, especially if you're getting up there in years. UCLA scientists say that the internet searching helps to stimulate your brain function by triggering centers in your brain that control decision making and complex reasoning. In a study to be published in the American Journal of Geriatric Psychiatry, the researchers say that using the internet to seek out new information might stimulate the brain enough to sustain brain health and your cognitive ability. Before the computer age, the one activity that was linked to an active mind was solving crossword puzzles. The fact that even simple tasks like searching the internet might enhance your brain circuitry suggests that our brains are really sensitive to mental exercise and actually continue to learn as we grow older. So using an internet search engine such as Google produces the same brain activities as reading, but it also increases activity in areas of your brain that control decision making and complex reasoning. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. 
Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to New Radio Media. It's almost like saying the last chapter of the day here at New Radio Media Talking Biz. You know, uh, Jimmy Bragman, that you just uh, were sharing uh, some of his thoughts on uh, the prescription for good health. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Jimmy has shared with us for a number of weeks now unique things about our health, and we need to look at health in multiple different ways. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I want to talk about is how bad is it to keep your list of passwords on a laptop or phone. This is a different kind of health piece. Okay. So how bad is it to keep that list? Um, should we keep it on our phone and on our computer? Should we keep it on paper? What do you think? And I'll let the, we can open the mics for Tony and uh, everybody else here, Kelsey and whoever else wants to pop on. We got microphones everywhere, but I think it's important to find out. Um, if your computer or the phone gets hacked or stolen, you've handed your thief a lot of information. What do you think? Well, you know what? It's, it's interesting we do this in the, in the cyber world, and it's very confusing because, as a matter of fact, yesterday I grabbed your phone by mistake. You sure did. You look like and, an and, idiot. And, and, and no, I, you I, took I, my phone apart. Yeah. He says that this <laughs> goddamn phone, excuse me, is yeah. not working. My phone, and I said, Paul, so, it's my phone you're tearing <laughs> apart. What are you doing? So we're at breakfast. And I thought it was my phone. I said, why did this phone ask for a code to get in a fingerprint? <laughs> and I take the cover off, and he says, what are you doing to my phone? I said, that's my phone. I look next to me. My phone sitting next to me. So it's like, oh. But if you look at security, <laughs> it's really interesting. How many people, and you guys, turn your mics on, because I yeah, do want, because. want to make something to this. You know, we have passwords. We're in a day of passwords. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I've got a regular. I use different passwords, and I'm trying to uniform everyone. Between paying bills online and different things you have, and you have different social media passwords. Um, first question is, do you guys use the same password for everything? I have like three different passwords that I alternate. Okay, so you re but you you remember you alternate them, but you remember which one's which. Uh uh. See, I have a try? notebook at home. Okay. Oh, but I have all my apps, okay. and my usernames, and my passwords written down. So there. you have them written down on a notebook. Okay. At my so, house. At your house. It, yeah, I don't put okay. them on my phone. So you got that, Tony? Mm -hmm. uh, numerous passwords, and where are they put? Two passwords, and I just re I just try to remember them for the most part. And okay. if I don't remember them, I know that it's going to be one of the two. I got a fifty fifty shot. At least <laughs> at least I know where to break in and get Kelsey's passwords. Yours, I got to get into your head. That's a little tougher. Yeah. Okay, Peter. How about you? Well, we have first of all, okay. we're unique because um, all of the companies that we represent mm -hmm. force us every ninety days to switch to change passwords. Okay. So we're ongoing. We have a master. Everybody has a password for that carrier, that okay. company, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, then there is a master list maintained by one person in the office only, mm -hmm. and that's under lock and key. So when things change, that gets updated. We're given new passwords at that point in time. The other stuff that I use, though, um, I use an optical scanner. Mm -hmm. I use a fingerprint. Mm -hmm. So we broaden it out in that respect when I'm in the field. Very good. You got. You found out you couldn't get into mine. Well, and you have a great phone. Um, myself, <laughs> I've uh, started consolidating. What is your password? Just so we know, so we in case you forget it. Kishka. 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 Kishka with a capital K, <laughs> with an exclamation mark at the end. Kishka. 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 Hey, Paul's password. The other one is Kreplach. Kreplach. Kreplach and Kishka. If you the want my K, passwords, yeah. it's but it's, anyway. it's that. But but meanwhile, talking about security, let's keep on this is the passwords and changing, and it's very important that you change those. Now, here's the other thing. when How many people have had something sent to them on the Internet that they believed was real, 
and you opened it up and got a virus. Okay, Kelsey? Have you done that? I mean, I've opened up articles that weren't real, but my software protects my computer from the viruses. You have protection. Okay, and Tony? I don't know. I I like to usually analyze the headline for a minute. Yeah. And then I'll determine if I'm going to click on it. So here's what what we see a lot of. Well, here's what we see a lot of. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. we will see something, let's say, from Bank of America mm-hmm. or from an XYZ insurance company with a great offer or information that's tied to your industry. Okay. The key we always share with everybody from national security side is go down to the very bottom and read the disclaimers that they always would put in, the normal pieces, and that's where you will see the misspelled word. The other place? It'll be one word. It'll be not capitalized or it'll miss a letter purposely. But it'll, nobody will go that far down. They'll see it's from the bank that you deal with or it's from a vendor you've done business with, and you'll pop it open, and that's when they have you. The other lesson is look at the URL. If the URL is not the URL of the company, and normally you'll notice that, that it's a bunch of goofy letters of the URL on top, okay, and it says blah, 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 blah. It doesn't say all state insurance. That's your first thing. Don't open it up. So looking at security. So I'm not the security expert, but we're in a world where people are getting attacked on hyper, you know, cybersecurity and all that stuff. And uh, I guess we should have. And, and here's another thing that we we got going this week. Looks like we're going to have a couple tech shows coming on New Radio Media on the business well, and, side. And so. I think this is going to be great because the other part that we have to look at, and we're staying on the cell phone for a minute, mm-hmm. and all of the other things is how bad is it to answer a call from a number you don't know. And that's pissing me off because they're cloning numbers. Sure are. They're cloning numbers. My prefix on my phone is 505. Correct. And they clone numbers. And they robo that call. And they robo the call. Mister. And the best is when they call me with the wrong name. Okay? You know when they're raising money? They yeah. get, and it's a new scam. Hey, is, this, is, is Fred there? This isn't Fred. Oh, Fred's not there, but maybe you can help me. Yeah, we're donating money for blah, 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 blah. Listen, I have no time for this. But, sir, just hang on for a minute, and I hang up on them. The best is when the phone rings at night and I answer the phone here in the studios or at my office, and they'll answer and they'll say, uh, uh, who's this? And I just tell them, listen, I'm just the janitor cleaning up the That's place. That's all we do at our place. I'm just the janitor. That's a favorite I, I, line. I, I, I'm the janitor. Line. I can't clean it up. Uh, or you get the calls from the guys raising money for the police associations. Well, see, the nice thing about the office phones, yeah. and I think in a lot of offices we have them, caller IDs. Yep. So if they're not recognizable, we just let them ring. Yeah, but they're but, faking those numbers too now. It's like no, it's, no, it's But you've got to know the names. Know, we know the names of our people calling in. Mr. Gesundheit's calling. But here's, here's the big one too, and it's, it's been a common swindle. It's the IRS scam, you know, in which the callers demand wired money for the unpaid taxes. They threaten you. Wait, that's a scam? Yeah, I know it. So check I know, sent thirteen hundred dollars to that there guy is the a thing day. if you call your mobile carriers though Paul there is a free it's a free scam caller ID and blocking service or you can download a free app called like privacy star or true caller yeah put those on the phone and um, we also talked to one of our people on this and they said you know you can put a great message on and mm-hmm. her me- and uh, Valquez uh, who wrote part of this article for us too said her outgoing message says the following. She won't answer the unknown numbers, but will immediately call back those who leave voicemail. Mm. Now, most of the scam callers, there's never a return call. No, they don't it's leave a voicemail. They, so it they, just kills it. Goodbye. 
We're done early. Have a great day. Well, this was useful information. So um, as this, we get was, into the tech shows. A, this wasn't a trivia question from no, the 1300s. Are not, no, 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 no. <laughs> you're, you're, you're so funny. Yeah, I right. got some laughs. I, right, I got, so I'm, I'm playing to a crowd. I, I'm playing, I, bet, I bet you are. I, I right. am playing to the phone room today because right. I'm getting some good laughs. Right. Thank you very right, much. You ready? Okay. You ready for Angel, this? you're okay. All right, here, here you go. Yeah, Let, go ahead. Let, let's go with this one. We talked restaurants quite a bit today. McDonald's. The following question. How bad is it to linger at a restaurant table when people are waiting to be seated? How long should you, when you see the line, how long can you hang around after you've eaten? Less than five minutes. Really? Less than five minutes, and I'm going to tell you why. Well, well you have a, the you have acceptable an amount. They, most restaurants consider the acceptable time roughly of about 15 minutes after the waiter presents the bill. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Okay, after he presents the bill. Okay, presents that's okay. Now, some I'm saying the bill's the paid. Bill and I haven't even gotten my meal okay, yet. Okay, I'm gonna say after the bill's paid, five minutes. Okay. Okay, because here's the deal. I got an, I got a, a phone call the other night from yeah. a friend who owns a restaurant, mm-hmm. and he was so upset that he had a Facebook post negative about his restaurant, and this guy's a pro. Not mentioning names. No, not mentioning no. anything. But he was so upset because of something he does right in the restaurant industry that someone thought was wrong. And let me tell you what it was. If you are a good restaurateur and you have people waiting and people see empty tables, they say, why am I not being seated because right. there's empty tables? Got to love it. The fact is they do not want to rush the server in that section. So if they seat you in the section and the server's busy with other waiting tables, it all has to do with timing. So say she had five tables in her section and three got seated at the same time. They hold off on the next two because they don't want to rush the floor and have that. So there was an incident where my friend held the table back. He sat a group of ten in a big table because that section was ready. Correct. These people had a smaller table. They got irate and they got upset. And to explain the restaurant business to them was very difficult. All they knew is that we waited longer than we wanted, and someone tried to explain to them that, hey, I sat the tent top because, one, it's a different section, and, two, your table where I want to put you will be ready in a few minutes. Yeah, but here's the question, though. Yeah. Could the restaurateur have said, I'm seating you now, however, while we're waiting, you know, we'll give you the menus, but your staff person is completing the orders on the other tables. Let me tell you why that doesn't work. Because it's a psychological piece. Let me tell you why it doesn't work. Okay. The person sitting at the table next to you doesn't know that was said to you. Okay? So at the table, and they're saying, look at those people. Oh, at another table. Yeah, at another table. Those people are looking there and saying, hey, they're not getting waited on either. So what happens is it becomes a, it's catch-22, but the fact is, the smart restaurateur will say, listen, your table will be ready momentarily. We want to make sure you so give me the best experience. So is that why we should have the little reserve signs dropped on the table temporarily? Well, you know, that's another thing. You know, okay, I love an, when I walk in here. That's another well, thing. You know, but at the end of the day, reserved. you know, here's, here's the deal. Here. You know, we're Talking Biz, right? That's the name of the show. And at the end of the day, we like to explain things in restaurant situations or right. any business so people are understandable mm-hmm. what's going on. One of the hardest businesses out there today because of all kinds of things, labor, help, the moving parts, uh, food, is the restaurant business. More people are eating out more today than ever in the world. So how many times a night should Mm -hmm. tables be turned? 
average. Okay, so it depends on the type of restaurant and how long and how many times the table should be turned. Restaurants typically turn their tables a minimum of blank nightly. Well, it depends on the kind. It should be three or four turns depending on the experience, and it could be more because here's the deal. Depends on the fare of the business. If it's a five, you know, a, a okay. fancy restaurant with more courses, you might only do two turns in. All right. So let's take a generally the upscale eateries okay. that we're talking about. Yeah, upscale meaning an upscale high priced how, upscale. Uh, yeah, well, we'll go basically an upscale eatery. Give me, give me upscale definition. Right. Is that a versus a casual Capital spot. Grill. Yeah, Capital Grill. How long should a meal take? Capital Grill experience, I'm going to say, is between going to be between an hour and two hours. Okay, so good. So we have two hours. So okay. basically we know in a case like that, we get two turns. Two, maybe three. Two to clean, yes. based okay. on that. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. Casual? Okay, casual. You get, what, an hour at a table maybe? Hour most. Okay, yeah. so four turns then you're saying? Yep. Okay. Um, and if it's late in the evening... And you mm-hmm. come in, and most of the tables are empty. Mm-hmm. Why is it they always sit you near the restrooms? Because you hey, came I'm, from the. I'm serious. You came from the bar. It's I am late. Serious. You're drinking it, coffee. It never fails. You go into a yeah. restaurant. Yeah. It's almost all empty. Yeah. And the first set of tables they take you to are in the very back, by either the kitchen door or the restrooms. You know, I don't know if the help wants to go to the restroom or they think you need a restaurant. I don't. Is there an official answer here? No, there's not. I'm okay, asking I, you. I, I'm just saying. A very simple question. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what and, I used to do. In okay? ten seconds, you better wrap it up. I'll tell you. I used to go to the Rams Horn at 12 and Northwestern. That was my kitchen back in the when my Ute. Yeah. In my Ute, and at the end of the day, um, they don't always sit near the bathroom. But at the end of the day, later in the night, the waitstaff also goes to the restroom. Okay, we're done. Okay. We'll see you back. If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement, and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple, you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins, so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to a1fingerprints.com for more information. That's a1fingerprints.com. It's that easy. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on NewRadioMedia.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. 
Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. Well, welcome back to Talking Biz on a rainy, rainy Saturday. How do you know it's rainy? We have no windows to look outside. I have a. Don't look at that. Don't look at that fancy machine. I have a sixth sense. Six. Sixth. Sick. Sixth. Sick. Sixth. With a K. Not a. (laughs) You know. You know. You know you I want to leave you. you know. <laughs> I refuse to let you. No, it's, I'm changing the words. You know I want to leave you. Not to, All I, right, so leave me to go to Belle Isle. Why would I go? Oh, let me tell you about Belle Isle. I want to go to okay, Belle Isle. Let's go to Belle Isle. Let me tell you, changes let me tell you what Isle. I just did about Belle Isle. What did you do about Belle Isle? Because so Ed Dave was here last yes, week, I'm, and he shared Belle Isle I'm going to tell you how something did for my sonny boy and partner the other day. Okay, what would you do? So I had to go renew license plates because it was my boy day, yeah. July 11th. Okay. Yeah, happy birthday. Thank you. And I had to go renew license plates. So something happy that birthday, I've done for Mr. the last President. so many years is I bought? I always buy the park pass. Yes, we always do. Okay, not that I go camping and all it's that not stuff. Supporting the program, but when I go to, I when I'm downtown, I like to drive around Belle Isle. Yes, and I get on the island and I look around, mm-hmm. and amazing things are going on at the island. And and once again, I followed the political thing since I've been involved in um, Detroit real estate for years. Right. I would always go to the island and look at it because we've looked at some buildings on the island and we looked at some ventures. The boat club. I've been over there for meetings. And the island is really looking good. Looking great. And it's looking, you look looking at it. Looking great. And you look at it, you see it's a gem. <clears throat> you have people at the beaches. You have people there. You have people barbecuing. You have people running. You have people walking. It is an amazing gem. It's always being upgraded, and that's the nice thing. The state, the, the state, the of state is putting money in, and, and I got very upset with the former city council when that went back and forth. Right. Because they were worried about that they're taking away it from the city of Detroit. Well, the state is doing a great job. It has access to everyone who wants to go on the island. Uh, it's beautiful, and, and it's a gem, and it's going to be a better gem. They keep improving it. Well, they are. You know, they're talking about now the Belle Isle has a water slide. It's aged out. It's not right, and, I, and I'm and i glad they're doing this. And they're going to put in this new splash pad operation, which a lot more of the kids can enjoy versus, you know, getting in line to, to use a slide. This splash pad, you know, a lot of fountains that just pop up. The kids running around have a great time. Uh, you're, re, you're re-identifying that section of the area of the island, when which is When is that great. pad going to be ready? Well, the plans for the splash pad and the beach renovation ha- are nearly finished, and the, it's a $3.5 million deal. So let's look at it for next year. Uh, that's the goal for the moment. All right, and wait, so next summer the splash pad will be ready? That's our goal. Will someone do me a favor on staff? They did. Make a note, it. and Peter's going to be the first one that we're going to take a camera out there. Yeah. To use the splash pad, okay? You know, so, I mean, Belle Isle he's, has wait, got... Wait, he's dissing us. Wait a second. I'm listening to I'm you. I'm serious. I've got it down. Take it. Wait a second. This is a recorded show. I can play it back at any time to double-check the date. But you have a note to play it back. Uh, I have somebody that plays it back as soon as I walk out of this you, studio, you as soon a, as this thing is posted you up. You have a playbacker professional? I have a play, pay, playback wait a professional. Wait Is that a paid playbacker professional? In some form, Yes. I'm just checking our budget like you checked on me before. <laughs> so a paid playbacker 
Playbacker. You have a playbacker. Yes, I have a playbacker. You know, you're the first like person. A, a you're the first person. Not a replayer, but a playbacker. You are the first person that has a professional playbacker. Playbacker, professional. Uh, they, yes. they went to school for this. Playbacker, professional school. Yes. So there's a school for professional. Or playbackers. professional playbackers at the school of playbacker school of Carburetor. Yes. Is that taught? Is that a division of Specs Howards or MPI? No, this, no, this is a playbacker school from Hard Knocks University. Playbacker school. Probably. Playbacker U. Playbacker U. You amaze me. Every hour of every day, you, ladies you, and gentlemen. You, you have Paul a Ben's playbacker. been in the studio with us you today. Have, you have a playbacker. <laughs> Wait, Kelsey, do you have a playbacker? No. She's not in her head. Tony, no. do you have a playbacker? No, they don't have playbackers. Anyone have a playbacker? Only Peter Perlman has a playbacker. Mm-hmm. You impress me more every day. Do you uh, have a name of your playbacker? Oh, if I do that, oh. I would be given away. They may be hired away. Then you'd be the only exclusive. You'd lose your exclusivity with your playbacker. That's right. So it, it does remind me, and it's funny. I'm glad you brought that up, Peter, because people are listening to. We're start, we get our statistics, and we do all these statistics weekly at NRM to see how viewership is and what. And you know what percentage are listening on demand? Come on. I'm asking you a no, question. No, no, no. Eh. They, they don't. You they have don't a playback. Me. Your playback should know that. My playbacker. My playbacker. She does everything. that for you. If it's a she? she, he does it for you. Both? I don't know. Okay, both. You have two both? playbackers? Two playbackers. You, Peter has two playbackers. Not, two playbackers. I, I, none of us have one, but he's got two I have playbackers. Two. Matter of fact, a third one came to me yesterday Looking evening. Looking for a job? No, um, third one came back uh, yesterday uh, evening yeah. and said to us, I love your show, you know, and Ethan was great on the show and made me want to watch it more. I see where this is going. He's getting rid of me. He's replacing well, I'm me I'm sending with you Ethan. on next week. You're he's, going he's up north, replaced. I might not go now. Way up I north. might not go now. I'll play now. the Johnny no, Horton. No, no, My no. intro will be Johnny I Horton. Think I think I might not go up next week. I may play north to Alaska. Wait, you hear me out. I might not go. You're afraid next of your week. job, aren't you? I think you're going to replace me. You're you're afraid that. Wait a second. You're, you're afraid uh, that somebody uh, else uh, may be in that seat. Kelsey, Tony, will you save me? He's going to replace me. Yeah. You ain't got a prayer, boy. Oh, they, they, you gonna, ain't got a prayer. Oh, you know nope, they, they, they're, nope, they're, nope, they're nope, getting. Nope. Uh, I want to talk I about something. I got I got two minutes on left on the wall. show. Okay, two minutes. Yeah, one left. minute. Talk about share one with minute. everybody for a minute the new tech type shows we're looking at. So it's it's interesting. There's a lot of technology out there and. Craig Folly, who's, who's been really good in doing stuff, is bringing in some shows that he's going to produce. Great. And one of them is probably a tech show, not signed yet, but it's going to be latest technology, all kinds of tech, new latest in gimmicks and talk, um, software technology, technology from all over the world, so global technology. Um, and, and it'll probably lead to several technology shows. So that's what's going on there. Um, once again, if you have an idea for a show, email us, info at newradiomedia.com. Peter, our two hours seems to fly every week. It does, and um, I do also want to welcome our newest employee, mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Monticello, to the company. You know, it, not only an employee. It's a quick hello because yeah. it'll be a quick goodbye in about uh, 20 seconds. Take it away. Well, you know, um, you'll hear more about Jess and his uh, role here at New Radio Media. But, uh, Paul, uh, I hope you enjoy next week. If you do get away from the studio, mm-hmm. I'm Peter Perlman. For all of our staff here, have a great week. <laughs>